This is a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com. Ian Bolton. Now, guess what? What? Tired. Hello, welcome to the show. Uh, it's the 11th of November today. Wow, time flies. It's Remembrance Day, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Should have wrote that on there. And when are we on? Oh, no, we, we, so we missed the silence. Four. We can still do a silence. Okay. Should we do a is silence? Is it five minutes silence, is it? It's about 20, I think. 20 minutes, okay, yeah. <laughs> Might be an hour, you know. Uh, coming up <laughs> at 4.30, Vinegar Strokes in the studio. Mm. Do you know what? Fuck this. The RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm not talking to someone who's named Vinegar Strokes. Why not? I'm not addressing someone as Vinegar Strokes. Why? Because I'm not, because it's not a name. What's their name? Vinegar. What is their name? Miss Miss Strokes. Until you find out their name, they're not coming to the studio. Then at 5pm, Rich Wilson's in the studio talking about the gig Laughter It Hurts on the 8th of January and also talking about his podcast, Insane yes. in the Membrane. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Rich Wilson. I can do that. I can address Bloomsbury someone as Rich Wilson. If you'd theater. put Splaff Attack, he's in the studio, I wouldn't be doing it, would I? Whoa. It's like when you brought that fucking Ali G impersonator in and that's referred to him as Ali G, even though it was a character he'd stolen off someone else. Uh, interpreted. Hang on, Terry Stone is in the studio at 5.30pm talking about his new film, Rise of the Foot Soldier 4, out now. Yep. Ian Boltzmann. We've all been waiting, haven't we? We've all been waiting with bated breath since, since we all saw Rise of the Foot Soldier 3, and of course 1 and 2. But yep. well, of course the first one was just called... Rise of the, the Foot Soldier. You wouldn't call it one, But then you? Rise of the Foot Soldier oh, 2. Part one. Yeah, we were true. all in for that. And then Rise of the Foot Soldier 3, we're like, oh, what's going to happen in 4? Well, you can find out what? about his new film, Terry's I'm new film. It's out, out now. I'm hoping 5 will be announced today. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe the story is brought to a satisfying conclusion Maybe. in 4. Could happen, couldn't it? There's really, there's, I'm trying to think of a lot of... I've no knowledge of this, but I'm not four. taking the piss because I don't actually know. Because Star Wars goes on for loads, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People have heard of that. And um, Star Trek... <laughs> Godfather's three. Yeah. Should have been two, maybe. Testing the boundaries of what's actually justifiable radio this, but go on, carry well, on. What, what other films can you think of that there are more uh, than one of? Oh, Home Alone, one, two, and three. Again, should have been two, probably. Should have been two, why? Third wasn't so good. Macaulay's not involved, is he? No, no, I'm not slagging off films. I won't do it. I refuse to do it. And I, this is coming from somebody who watched the new Hellboy last week. Oh, it's, oh I, haven't, I, I haven't seen that. And I kind of don't want it because I really like Ron Perlman as Hellboy and Guillermo del Toro doing it. At one point not them. in that film, the Blu-ray froze. Right. That's how you didn't notice. <laughs> no, it froze. Yeah. And then it went to a black screen. Right? Yeah. Um, and all I could think of was, I now have a reason to take it back. And I, not I can now go back it. and go, mm-hmm. this is a faulty disc. Do you want it again? So I bought it at oh. CEX. I refuse to say sex. Um, I bought it at CEX. It was only 12 quid. I say only 12 quid. I don't that know was, what CEX is. What's that? It's like a... Second hand thing. Is that got, has it got sell. the red thing? The yeah. red thing out there? I never knew it was called yeah. that. You can sell all like PlayStation games and stuff oh, like that. Okay. There, and they sell them back to people. And um, it's like cash converters, yeah. but mainly for like electrical stuff. There is stuff. one where I live, I just didn't know the name okay. of it. CEX it's called. Oh. And uh, so I bought it in a CEX on 4K, right? To watch it in 4K. And I thought, it's only 12 quid. I've not seen the film. I'll buy it. And then I can just sell it back to CEX. Mm. Luckily, because it froze halfway through, I was like, right, now I can take it back to CEX and say this is faulty. But I will first check 
that they don't have another one in oh, stock. perfect. In right? case you're not. Which I did. They didn't. Took it back. And I said, yeah, it froze halfway through. And he looked at me and I went, I was relieved, to be honest. And he went, it's fucking shit, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> the bloke at CX okay. that. So I don't know much about I know it's the, the fella from Stranger Things, isn't it? Do you know what? I had no... Is he the lead? Uh, yeah, he's Hellboy. I didn't have any, any problem with him. Right, At okay. all. Like, I really didn't. No Ron Perlman, at all. No, but... But... I didn't have a problem with him. It was like, just I had a problem with just every everyone and everything else. Well, no, actually, what's his face? I'm out of, um, not Bergerac. What's he called? The antiques dealer. Ian McShane. Yeah, I love Joy. Love Joy. Yeah, love Joy's in it. Love Joy was in it. Oh, okay. And he was fine. He, he was does doing... John Wick. He does some good things, actually. Ian McShane. I've not seen John Wick. I don't think that that'd be my bag. Um, but uh, well, he's in Dead, uh, Dead Deadwood. Deadwood. Great. Right. He? He's very good. Yeah, and he was. Um, yeah, and he's, he's a decent actor, so he was doing the role that John Hurt did in the original right, the Del Toro okay. one. So he was fine, um, and the bloke playing Hellboy was fine, but the script and the other performances, American actors playing British roles, and the portrayal of England, and I've I mean got, specifically I've got England. I know they are. I've got to go to MTV, I'm sorry. I well, no, because I don't, I don't want to slag I'm people. I'm not going to shout them out. I'm, I'm go, not even slagging this. I'm, gonna well. go, I'm, not, I'm not meaning to do that. Please Ooh, don't think I'm that not I'm, say I'm out loud. a fair game because I'm. I don't think you can slag my film off because I'm slagging off another one because I'm not oh, slagging yeah, it off. Yeah. Just saying oh, I didn't like fella. it. Got it. It's not for everyone. I, I've not found anyone it's for. <laughs> oh, God, I'm surprised he's Stephen in Gra- it. Mate, Stephen Graham. I, oh, I'm not even going to talk about it. And she, she's great. I'm not she talking is about English. it. Oh, Let's be positive. I watched Deadpool 1 and 2 this week as well. Love that. Amazing. I watched a nice film. I've seen them before, obviously, but I, re- I think they're brilliant films. Okay. I do like Deadpool. Well, superhero films are not for me. But it's not a superhero film. I quite is it? like the first one. Have you not seen the second one? No. The second one's like 20 times better. Oh, okay. I just, it's really good. Okay. And I like the whole backstory of Deadpool and how it got made and how it wasn't going to be made and how Ryan Reynolds played Deadpool in the Wolverine film very right. differently. Okay. And got so much backlash, and he was like a fan of Deadpool. So he was like, because how he played it in that film and how it was portrayed in that film isn't at all like he's in the comics. How did he portray it? In that it was film? all he was mute for one. He had his mouth sewn up. Oh, you got to have Ryan Reynolds speaking. How do you know it was him? What? How do you know it was him? Uh, end credits. So, oh, I see. Okay. Um, so yeah, so there was a big furore about that when Deadpool was in that because Deadpool is just a smart ass, wisecracking, yeah, fourth yeah. wall breaking, or what, what he is now in the movies. Okay. That's what he is in the comics. Is there going to be a third Deadpool? I would hope so. Because mm-hmm. the first one didn't nearly didn't get made; it was rejected originally. Yeah, and then some footage leaked, test footage leaked, which everyone has pretty much agreed on that yeah. Ryan Reynolds leaked it. Oh, really? But he's never said it. But even when he says he didn't, it's like he's saying that he did with a little twinkle in his eye, yeah. like, "Yeah, that definitely yeah. wasn't me." But I think he's got that twinkle anyway, hasn't he, Ryan yes, Reynolds? I like him. It's I think character. he's supreme. Yeah, he like really a, is. Really, really good. He's and also, very funny. He's very funny. He's also very funny on Twitter as well. He's, he's really good. I'm not going to go that far with it because I'm not going to add him on Twitter. But um, I do think he's a very good star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Because I don't think he, even though he probably does play the game, he doesn't appear to play the game. No. He's very tongue-in-cheek with stuff and he's very undercutting of stuff of, yeah. of how it's meant to be done, like them films are. Right. Which are like, there's nothing to hate more than someone that you're like, you're playing the game. You well, just, you know, do you know what I mean? He doesn't seem to take the business he's in seriously. He does obviously take it seriously he's in films, but he's able to have a sense of humour about himself and and. He doesn't strike me as cynical. No. And I think that most people that play the game or are stars or are becoming stars or whatever they are, are 
uh, are very cynical about it. Yeah, yeah. So they're just behaving. And they're just, you know, portraying a certain thing that they don't think is going to mm-hmm. rot the boat in any way. Do you remember when he did that Blade? He was in Blade Trinity, I think. Ryan Reynolds was. Yeah, it's really good. Was he? Which one was he? Um, I know he wasn't Wesley Snipes. Which one no, was he? No, he was another, another fella. He was another actor in it with Jessica Biel, I think I her name is. Even no, around that Jessica Biel, Jessica, the one that's married to Justin Timberlake. I can't remember her name. Don't it is Biel, Jessica Biel. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, he's good. So he's been around for quite a while. Yeah. Well, good for him. Can we get him on? Um, should I just call Ryan? Can we call? Hello, I, so my Reynolds? take on this is, you'd go, no, that would never happen. No, he wouldn't come in here. We'd have to go what to a mean, junket. Why not? He might. They, because generally, they do junkets when they do films. Yeah, but he might. He, he wouldn't. He'd, he'd why not I send an email going, Stop being so fucking up yourself and come and be on this show. Mm, okay, like, got no listeners. We just dick about for an hour. Well, and play songs for the other hour. But come on, mate. Chuck a brother a bone, I'll say. <laughs> I don't think that's going to work. He might respond to that. He might do. Well, you, what, his personal email are you going to We'll try and find Ryan Reynolds at Hotmail, I reckon it'll be. Yeah, hotmail.com. Um, yeah. I think um, every now and again, one of those speculative lines cast hooks a fish. Every now and again that happens. Where you literally just do something bull, like ballsy yeah. and just take the piss or whatever. Every now and again someone goes, okay. Yeah. It does. It does it, happen. Well, yeah, it's worth trying. But on those sort of big budget, if he was ever going to do that, it wouldn't be for a Deadpool film. It'd be for a lower it, budget it film. It doesn't have to be for nothing. Okay. There are certain people, I think, who would go, yeah, that's that's really funny. Get him to talk about his... He's always got... He's got a gin brand. So we don't want to talk about this. We want to talk about your gin. It's What's your personal... I think it's called... R. R. Aviation, I think it's called. Do you know why B.B. King was called B.B. King? No. Even though his name was Riley. No, I don't. Do you not know? Because he liked BB gum. Pardon? You liked BB guns? BB guns. Just got a message. Should we name oh, the yeah, show? Oh, yeah, yeah. Who is it? Who's who, everyone Let's knows see who's messaging Although me. they may not know because you were supposed to be here two weeks ago and you weren't. They might oh, have got John thrown out. It's John from Big and Daft. Oh, it's John okay. Williams. So you just read... He's just in that thing. He's he just said me. that thing. He's just read that Let's article. talk about it in a second. I'm going to put okay. someone first. Because I feel like we got bogged down in movie chat again. No, but it's quite nice to get the movie chat out of the way. <laughs> um, I think the Deadpool films are some of the best films that have ever been made, and I'm not even joking. Okay, so I will watch the second one then on your yeah, recommendation. I think they're absolutely amazing. I really okay. do. Send, right, send that clip to Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, they send, okay, it's in the post. And then I'll do you another one where I'm calling him a twat. Oh, well, And saying we... I could fight him, no problem. Mm. Just try and get under his skin. All oh, right, okay. Get under his skin and he'll go, I'll go down there, I'll sort that fat twat out. Okay. Can write a song about anything. That's hot, hot heat with bandages. Um, Nat's at the moment very, very sad because she's didn't just know this. she's just found out that Maplin's have closed. I was just about to go. I wanted to go to them for some um, wireless head earphones. Yeah, but, but you've clearly not been to them for over a year. Because I never didn't have one near me. They used to be you a nice. You can't be gutted. Something's gone. If it went over a year ago, I didn't know <laughs> you this. didn't notice because I was planning to go to Kingston because there was one in there, no. but it's obviously not there no, anymore. It's gone, mate. Oh no! Oh no! Should we minute? Should we add that to our minute silence? So yeah, <laughs> we'll have Maplin's on the end of it. When we do our silence later on, yeah. when we run out of stuff I have to, to add another minute on for that. Rich Sounds, that's where I do my okay. electrical shopping. They are good, though. Because I, I really believe in them as a company. Mm-hmm. I genuinely do. I think they're... Because you know that they're now divided. That The person that owns Rich Sounds just basically divided the company so the staff own it. No, I didn't know that. So it's like actually kind of technically truly independent. Okay. Well, that's, that's um, good. And just gave them all massive bonuses. All the staff, just shop floor staff, gave them all big bonuses. And they, the difference you will find, say, to going into Curry's or whatever, to going to Richer Sounds, is immeasurable. Well, there are some shops you go into when you ask them about a product and you get the impression that you know more about the product than they know about the product. Yeah. And they're sort of saying yes to everything that you're asking and you think, this can't be right. 
Well, I bought a television off them recently, mm-hmm. um, and I also bought a Blu-ray player off Curry's, mm-hmm. right? Recently. So these are my two experiences within a 24-hour period. And the only reason I didn't buy it in Rich Sounds is they didn't have the model I wanted. Right, okay. Right? In Richer Sounds, the bloke who dealt with me, I wasn't even going to buy it that day. Okay. And I just bought it because he was so good. Yeah. No, no pressure or nothing. He told me everything there was to know about that television. Every possible thing I could need to know. Oh, wow. I had no questions at the end. And he didn't explain it in a sort of a wordy, techie way. He, yeah, yeah. he properly explained it to me and said what this means and what this means and what the difference between this telly and that telly and blah, 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 blah. Like, there were two tellies that I'd narrowed it down to, both the same price. Mm-hmm. And he told me why to buy the one that was more expensive. the one on the left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? No, it wasn't more expensive. They were oh, both the same okay. price. Good. But he told exactly the same price, but he told me why to buy the other one. So it wasn't that he had any. Didn't matter which one he, sh- he was going to shift. They were both yeah, brand yeah. new tellies. They were both new release tellies. So it wasn't like, oh, we've got loads of them and we've got only got one of them. It was like they, they had enough of both of them. Huh. He was really good. Like, dead good. Then in Curry's the next day, mm-hmm. um, I, every question I asked them, he didn't have a clue. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> like, he had no idea. I was like, what's the difference between that one and that one then? Yeah. And he went, hmm. Don't, and, he, and he just read what was on it. Right, okay, yeah, I was yeah. Like, I could do that myself. Yeah. He went, that's D- Dolby Vision on that. What does that mean? <laughs> Didn't know. What does that mean? I don't know. Understand. And I said, have you got any 4K Blu rays? And he goes, we've got one. And I went, what, what? one 4K? One 4K Blu ray. One 4K Blu ray. I said, what is it? He said, it's something about Everest. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the tilly, he went, I'm going to chuck that in as well. What was it? It was a Blu ray disc, which was how to best tune your TV for the best picture. About Everest, though, how was no, that coming to? No, it? that wasn't the same one. Oh, okay. No. What's the Everest? <laughs> it one? was just like I don't. Fuck no, I didn't buy it. Why would I buy it? I'm interested about if it, Everest. No, because there was the film out with Josh Brolin who, in well, it. Maybe it was that. Who knows? Oh. But the disc he gave me, Curry's own disc, it's yeah. like a how-to or something like that. Put it in the Blu-ray player, just corrupted the whole thing, had to reset the entire oh, thing. Oh no! Oh Jesus! <laughs> just fucked. How does it? How does a DVD about the player corrupt the player? It was nothing to do with the player. Okay. It was just a DVD, like a Blu-ray that Curry's obviously made themselves. Oh no! And how best to get your pitch resolution right? Just all oh, shut it all down <laughs> and start again. Yeah, yeah. And then I watched Hellboy straight after that, so right. maybe that was what did it. So I should maybe, thank Curry's actually, for that. Maybe it was the DVD player fault. Um, but yes, that was that. I was going to say something else about that. Can't remember what it was. Shout out the person's name at Richard Sounds. Can't maybe they'll get name. a. Can't remember his name. Let me get, have a look. Get a, like a. I got an email off him yesterday. Oh. There you go. I never get emails off Curry's. I did get six months of Spotify for free though. Is that good? From Curry's? Yeah. That is good actually. Yeah. Got the code and everything. That's really good. I'm a bit um, off kilter today, Nat. Why? Well, we did the Parapod live last night. You Here did. we go. You did it two two weeks ago. Richard sounds Cameron. Oh, hello. This Afternoon, Cameron. All right, Cameron. Um, just a quick courtesy email to see how you're getting on with your new whatever it is oh, television. That's nice. I'm sure all is well, but if you do have any questions, then please contact me at the store, and I'll do my best to help. Maybe you don't get that. Cameron. What other shops do you get that from? You don't get it from anywhere, do you? No. Nope. That's really good. Now I don't care if that's cut and pasted. Yeah. I, I just think that's a good courtesy it's, thing. It's very nice. He carried it to the car for me. Did he? Yeah. Did all that. I think can we book should we book Cameron on the show? Let's get Cameron. I'd He's like really to, good. I'd He's like good to have Cameron on. Let's get Cameron on the show. I could talk to you about MP3 players, maybe. You could feel like he'd oh. I don't think. Cancel camera. Uh, Powerpod Live last night. Give me a second. <coughs> two weeks, Just coughing two off weeks ago. Um, no, well, it was last night when I'm it talking. It was, yeah. Um, and I've discussed it elsewhere by now, okay. so I can do it on Probably on, on last week's show. Probably on Patreon. Patreon, okay. Got to keep some stuff behind a paywall, mate. Can't give all the exclusives away on this. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> someone uh, had a funny turn halfway through the show. 
Now, I saw a tweet um, that I think maybe you responded to saying about there was something happening in the middle of the show. Yeah. So this is what happened. Somebody passed out. Yeah. Wow. Um, made quite a noise as well, mm-hmm. breathing-wise, like rasping and stuff. Really frightening. Yeah. And I stopped the show and got the lights up and stuff. And it was a weird moment where it was like, fucking boy who cried wolf this was. I've set so many things up over the years on the Parapod. Yeah. That, to Barry, that people are immediately going, he's doing something to Barry. Right, Do you okay. know what I mean? Like it's making it someone's been possessed or something in the yeah, audience. Maybe, maybe yeah, 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 maybe. So I've had a lot of messages today saying that our th- we thought it was a setup. We thought it was a setup. Saying, oh, well, it's wow. dangerous, isn't it? When you, well, yeah, it is. He could have died, this kid. Um, so we got him round. He came round, and then um, he went out for a bit, and uh, and we just restarted the show. Mm-hmm. But normally, in a normal comedy gig, you'd restart the show. You'd have an interval or something. You know, what I mean? yeah, you'd reset yeah. the room. But we couldn't do that because we're on a time limit because it's a slot within a comedy festival. Yeah, yeah. So we had to just go straight back on after someone's, you know, oh, wow. looks like they've nearly died in the gig. Yeah, and no one's quite sure. A lot of people are thinking this is all... I think at that point they were, they were they, knew. they all knew it was real right, okay. at that point. Because there was nothing funny happening. No. <laughs> what was your reaction? Um, I panicked a bit because it sounded like when my grandma died. Right, OK. Is what it was. So when I heard the noise, I was amazed. As soon as I heard it, I was like, no, something is actually wrong. I sort of smiled first and I thought, no, something is wrong. Yeah. Because I've heard that noise before. Jeez. And it was when my grandma died. My grandma died in front of me. She, yeah. When I was 16. Oh. And um, she was doing this, the same, exactly the same breathing. It was exactly the same thing. So I was immediately like, oh, fuck me. I know what that is. You know, I've, right, I've heard okay. that before. And then when he came around, he said, oh, I had a pain in my arm and all that. I was like, oh, fuck me. You know. But he, yeah. was, he was fine. And he said, you know. He stayed? He, he, no, he went out for a bit. Then he came back in about maybe 15 minutes later. Right. See the end of the show. Did, did you? It was weird because his mate was there. Yeah. <laughs> and when we were going, we're going to get you outside, get you some air. And his mate went to him, do you want me to come with you? And I went, yeah, go with him. <laughs> yeah, it's probably for the best thing as he's just... But it was like he was sat there going, wait, an ages for the show. Yeah. Do I need to come Appreciate. with you? Like, you're, you're back now. Maybe you could just... Appreciate you might die, but... Yeah, pop out by yourself. <laughs> but I got that because I've been in situations like that before or I've been at something where there's been an emergency... And you're like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it happened the very last game Saints played at Nosey Road before they demolished Nosey Road. And somebody that I was with had an emergency, and it was like, oh, fuck me. Yeah, this is good. But what can you do? You know what I mean? You have to go, oh, I'm just going to ruin my night, but thank you. Yeah. You, what, you, what you do, you go with them, and then you keep reminding them they've ruined your night. For, like, forever. <laughs> forever, yeah. Forever. And you go, I really like that new pair of shoes. I'm not buying your shoes. Well, you did ruin that night. Yeah, I'd really you, like to go and see you this. You remind them to the point where you may never wish to speak to them ever again. Yeah. Yet you might think, like, for, for like longer than that, like, eight years later, you might go, do you know what? I'm going to mention that on my radio show yeah, and exactly. I hope it gets back to it. Maybe. And they'll go, he's still banging on about that. And you're like, what? It was only one night. I'm like, yeah, but we did I don't mind disrupting miss... someone's day. I couldn't give a fuck. No. Um, so, yeah, so there we go. So, it's actually, I don't think, I don't feel like I've recovered since it. So, you, did you drive from Nottingham to your... Nottingham home, then home here. And that, it's not that far, is it? Well, it is actually quite yeah, far. It is it's, actually yeah. quite far yeah, from yeah. Nottingham, yeah, isn't it's it? Hefty, yeah, it's a hefty drive. So, mm. um, I'd also driven from the north to go to it as well. Right, so, I wasn't okay. at home. Um, so, yeah, I'm not, I'm not at all caught up. Do you feel in a different time zone? Not really. I mean, I okay. felt that since the clocks went back. Do you... Are you tired? It was only yesterday. I'm always tired now. No, the clocks didn't go back yesterday. No, but I noticed yesterday that my watch, I'd not put the clock back on. Oh, I see. Like, a week later. Have you got an Apple one? Not put it on today, no. You did have one, didn't you? I've got my own one. Oh. I use it. I thought you did. I thought I just I should have took that. CAX. Yeah, you could definitely vlog that in there. Oh, why did I not do that? Because I sold my Apple TV. 
Now, okay, I was going to ask you, that's good that you mentioned that because there's a whole bunch of new programs uh, that are coming to, or Apple TV only programs, one right. with uh, Jason Momoa, one with Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, Steve Carell. Right. There's not enough of them yet for me to go, it's fine. I was looking last night, like, oh, it's 5 99 a month. Is it? But I'd probably only watch one of the shows I that they're currently got. I subscribed to it as a thing. I just had the box. Well, why did you get rid of it? Um, because I only needed it. Excuse me, hang on a second. Just having some water. Because mm-hmm. I only needed it for to watch the movie, mm-hmm. the Parable movie, yeah. on my TV. Okay. So my TV, my previous TV, the one that's sadly gone, we can add that to the minute silence as well. Okay, yes, yeah, so it's gutted about, about that. 12 minutes now, I haven't then? got 3D TV no more. Oh, no. Lost my in with that last, can't remember her name, Lizzie, Elizabeth something. Elizabeth. Do you remember that actor that came in the other week? Oh, yeah, yeah. She was in that film, and she said she was going to come around my house and watch 3D films. She did, yeah, but that's... All flirty and that. It's off the table now. Yeah, it's gone. Um... That's uh, what was I even saying? Uh, Apple TV, there's not yeah. enough. Yeah. So, the TV that I've bought yeah. hasn't integrated, so I don't need the Apple. So, now what integrated? What do I you can mean? watch uh, AirPlay through my TV. Ah, oh, okay, so I don't need the box anymore to right. do it. So, I sold it CX 58 quid, had it less than a year. I don't know how much I haven't paid for it. Okay, so it's not worth me investing. Yet. Well, I could have bought, I could have sold you could if it had been it, quicker. Yeah, that's true. But I only just they only just announced all these shows last week, and it's just right. not. You know where it's like it's not gotten as enough yet to warrant paying. Do you not think that Disney Plus is going to wipe the floor with all these platforms? Not for me, it won't. No, because I don't. I don't really watch a lot of Disney stuff. Yeah, but it's got they, they, they cover everything now. Disney really, don't they? They've got Star Wars, they've got Marvel, they've got. I don't, I don't watch them. Yeah, it's because you're a girl. Yes, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> but has it got Ferris Bueller on it? No, yeah. no, I won't yeah. watch it. Has it got a drag race on it? No, I'm not watching it then. Right, exactly. Has it got Top Boy on it? No. <laughs> um, see, that's a boys' programme, really, so I don't it's want you watching that. Top... Nat, it's just not watch a boys' the show. Ge- watch programmes that are just for girls, please. Well, the girls' ones. Stay the away fashion. from Star Wars. All right, I, fine. I was right. about to watch all the Star Wars well, after the show. Well, they're not for girls. Okay, fine. Okay? Sorry. Um, I think it's pretend. I think they dropped a major bollock at Disney Plus by not launching worldwide. So it's launching in the States. But it's not launching world, worldwide. Why is that? Fuck knows. For reasons best known to themselves. No idea why, but all it's going to mean is that all their shows, like The Mandalorian, the Star Wars live-action show, yep. John Favreau's directed it, the whole thing. Oh, I like him. Um, he's, th- that show will get ripped and be online mm-hmm. quick as anything. And they'll, bring, they'll take it down and it'll come up again. And they'll take it down and it'll come mm. up again. It's just, there's no way of controlling that at all. Where if you do a worldwide launch, then everyone's got it at the same time. When is it launched? Has it already launched? By the time this is on, I think it will have done. Okay. And so it's got all the cartoons or, or on near it. near enough. It's got all the cartoons on it's it. It's got everything. It's, it's got a lot of bespoke programming as well. Okay. I, th- I think it's mostly that. bespoke programming now. But see, that's just, it's just getting a bit silly, isn't it? With Amazon and Netflix and Disney and Apple and but, so many, Sky. Well, that's people's fault for going along with it. Yeah, but there's always Who's like one... Who's not got Netflix nowadays? Hardly anybody, right? So when Netflix started, who had Netflix? I didn't. Also, hardly anyone. No. I, I was very late to Everyone was saying, this is stupid. This, I'm not paying for oh, telly, you know, blah, 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 blah. They had a lot on it, though, right? But then over time, they've just ground people down because it's like, well, this is where, the only place you can get it, which is fine. That's how business works. But yeah, yeah. it has meant that hard copies of things have just essentially disappeared. It's why HMVs keep shutting down. Yeah, true. Do you not think with Netflix, though, it's gone a bit berserk? 
I've not been on Netflix for It just ages. has like 45 new things a week. You know, like, <laughs> I can't keep up with all of this. I can't watch all this stuff. Yeah. It's too much. And then so, so what you might do before is watch a few episodes of a show to get into it. Now it's like, if I'm 20 minutes in, I'm bored. On to the next one. Well, I sometimes, the, the thing I get asked about, I'm a Patreon. The thing I get asked about the most is every now and again, someone leaves my Patreon and they have a little exit survey thing. And the reason they give it is too much content. Wow, Because okay. I do stuff on there, significant mm. stuff every single day, and they get too much con okay. content. And I always want to just write back and go, I presume you're also getting rid of your Netflix today as well. Well, see, now I disagree. I think that's weird to say that to you, because if I'm subscribing to that, I'm subscribing to you. Yeah. It's one person, it's one thing. Yeah. The Netflix thing I can see because there's so much of different genres, different well, everything. Online, but, that, there's, but, but it's all you, though. Yeah, but, the, but you don't delete your Netflix, do you? No, like you might go oh, so I much stuff in it every week. Move on to the next thing if I yeah, don't like but it. But yeah. you don't, you don't delete it. No, 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 no. That's a. W you don't stop paying it. So it's like you know. I think the. Too I much think the, content. Well, the whole concept of Patreon for me is like, doesn't matter what I do on it. Yeah. That's actually just a bonus to it. The point of it is, is yet you, you know you're supporting someone that you like. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. So the stuff I do on it is just a massive bonus. You know, I'm, I'm doing that. I'm doing work for them, so they've got bespoke content. But right. to say it's too much, it's like, well, you, you don't have to listen to any of it. Wow. But you're really going to begrudge me 70p a month? I'm paying... That, that's a really odd theory. I'm, yeah. I'm going to pay... I can completely understand if it went, there's, you, there's not enough There's not enough on here. I'm paying for nothing, basically. Yeah. yeah. But too much. That's, yeah. I'm giving you money and you're giving me too much oh, stuff it's back. A, it's an absolute concept. It's like going into a shop, isn't it, and going like, well, I've only spent a tenner and you've given me 55 items. That's taken a piss. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm never coming in here again now. Why have you given me all this stuff for yeah. this money? It's stupid. Yeah. It's, that's such a weird thing to write. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it really upsets Find me. Find who they are. Let's go around and see. No, them. I know exactly who they okay. are. Okay. But it, and it's hard to not say something. Well, I'd love to speak to someone that did that no, and go. But you can't. You can't. No, of course you can't. Day, but just go. They have supported for a certain amount of time or whatever. You know, you get things like people saying. Oh, I can't keep up with it because there's so much. It's like, well, then. Well, okay. Why are you punishing me for working Take it, it off your list. <laughs> Move on to the next thing. We don't cancel it because you've given me too. You've given me too much stuff. Yeah, you're too generous. Yeah, that's the generous problem. Generous to a fault, now. Exactly. You're gonna have to rein that in. I'm afraid. I'm gonna. Have you found out Vinegar Strokes' his name yet? Um, all I know is I'm seeing on the I? screen going can't make it for one thirty, which is is the time that it is now, <laughs> which is one thirty one, but it's four thirty actually on air. <laughs> So I'm a bit confused. Well, does that mean they can't that make it at all? They can't make that it at all. Tell us anything. We can't see it. Are you saying? Do you mean they can't make it at all, or they can't make it for one thirty? Just been told vinegar strokes can't make it. Brilliant, great, no problem at all. Put a song on. We're going to chat for half an hour. <laughs> that was PM Dawn. PM Dawn set adrift on memory bliss. Yeah. Um, as we are now, we could either <laughs> nah. The roses. I know it doesn't sound good on the radio. Sorry, I'm just opening a box of chocolates. Yeah, but you don't do that. You do okay. that during a song. You don't do it sorry, when, sorry. when the airwaves. It's insulting to the listeners' ears. Was it? As is everything you do. Oh, sorry. As we are now um, running with a lot of spare time, yeah. it's time to introduce the food bar double play. The home of the double play. <laughs> it is the home of the double play, as everybody knows. Vinegar strokes, as you may have heard. It's not really a double play when you talk in between Can't them, though. Can't make it to the show for uh, for an emergency. Apparently, now mm. I don't know what that is. I will. I have recently had to come away from things quickly because of emergencies. So yeah. I, I will cut them some slack. However, if I find out in due course it's because they broke a fucking high heel or something, I will be livid. 
right? I don't think that's an emergency, <laughs> right? okay? I know, I know. Yeah, that's not an emergency. You and I don't think it is. I don't think You and I don't think it is, but contestants on RuPaul's Drag Race would. Do you know what? If I had, if a shoe, if a heel came off my shoe, that would be an emergency. This is exactly what I'm talking oh. about. So it's the home of the double play, and it's also the home of the double play extra long song, <laughs> which is Sheila and B De- Devotion singing Spacer, which is five minutes and 55 seconds. Enjoy! What a disco classic! Go get a tea and all the rest of it. Oh yeah, let's have tea. Lovely. I might go and try and do the toilet again. I'm oh, struggling, struggling today. Want, we have some roses. That won't help, will it? Chocolate's an aphrodisiac. No, uh, uh, laxative. You said that I that found it. Of yeah. that radio presenter said these cocks people. We once looked <laughs> such an odd photo. It's a really weird photo, isn't it? I'm trying to work out what's going Let's on. Let's not say who it is. No, of course not. But there's a radio presenter who was sending... Were the unsolicited? Was that what the story um, was? I believe they were solicited, but okay. but it got leaked by... It was to numerous people. Right, OK. And then one of the, the people decided to go... Was kind of annoyed about it. Right, OK. Um, and I don't know quite know how it ended up, but it came out. And it was I mean, on, their book... It, it was for, on Twitter. Their book for the grace of God goes all. For, well, yeah, exactly, right? There are nudes of us all. Okay, but here's the tip. Here's the tip. In the photo, it was quite a big tip. Um, it was. It wasn't a big tip, though, was it? it was no, the, there was a little thing on. We couldn't. Work, it looks like a cherry on the end very, of it. Very odd. Um, <laughs> I've not seen many dick pics other than my own, but I've not. Um, it was an odd one. That an odd, a, an oddly, oddly unflattering angle. <laughs> but the main problem is, is as you, I've been told by numerous people, is don't put your face in it. Yeah, of course. But you know, who knows? Someone might set up hidden camera somewhere one day when you do the bad thing. Oh, I see where well, you go but when you're sending off your yeah. popping off your what, pics. What can you do? Okay. It's been a long time since I've popped off my pics, I'll be honest. Right. Well, it was on Twitter, not your one. No, Another my one. one. My one wouldn't fit on Twitter, mate. Well, we, to, well we had a It, it would have to be pic. a, what do they call it? It has to be a thread. All oh, right, you can tweet one of 15. Just a bit of it, yeah. It just be like, keep everyone. going. Yeah. We did have that time we had the picture to the show, didn't we? Or the do sex show. Where someone sent us a picture of his massive cock. Yeah, yeah it just popped that. in in the email and I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, but hadn't we said during that. the show, and so, we said jokingly, we, so, we thought it would be understandably jokably. Yeah, yeah, we but did But then say. they did send us an actual dick pic. Yeah, we did, and it was big a, old, a whopper. Yeah, big old massive whopper. baby's arm holding an orange. It was very, yeah, it was very huge. big, yeah. Um, and full-scale photo. You know when it goes to your phone, send it small, medium or large, yeah. and it goes, yeah, send large. In that person's defence... If I was asked, you do you want to send it small, medium, or large? I'll go to honestly give it whatever else yeah, you can yeah, give yeah. it. I draw the line at like that person, that radio presenter we were talking about, at rec- at filming it from beneath, it beneath the penis, so with, with your head up at the top. But the angle was it's to make it look bigger, isn't it? Uh, got to work with what you got, aren't you? Yeah, I know true. that as well as anyone now. But I don't think I'd ever go to the go to those lengths to add length. <laughs> It's a lot to do. Could yeah, you just Photoshop do you know I mean? it? And also, if you're in a... You could Photoshop it, but yeah. if you're in a situation where that's... Because I would imagine... First off, don't send them unsolicited, ever. Full stop. Yeah. No yeah, excuses. Yeah. Never, ever. But if you're in a situation where that's being teased and you're both, you know, going, ooh, just doing a bit more each time, fine. If you're both, you know, you're obviously both on the same wavelength there. But there's no point. I would always view that as as being with a view to something happening in real life at some point. So there's okay. no point making your cut look like three Coke cans on top of each other if when you actually do hook up in a travel lodge, you've got a little carrot. It's very true. It's kind of like when you're going on a date and you don't want to start off big but go to a fancy restaurant when you're only going to be going to somewhere well, like Pizza Express. Which is why I say to you, whenever nice. you're on all your dating sites that you're on, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's why I say to you, you must always do a full body pick because it's not fair... For people height. to turn up and then suddenly cl- 
cloud comes over the sun. You know, that, <laughs> that's not fair. That'll intimidate people now. And neither yeah. of you should be intimidating the other person unless that's part of your sexual kick. It's, you know, it can be fun in the right circumstances. If it's someone who's into that, then people that like being eaten by women and all that sort of stuff, <laughs> absolutely fine. You, you're a shoo-in for that sort of thing. We, but I don't yep. think it'd be fair for you to do a head and shoulders shot looking all pretty and like, oh, hi, everybody. Yeah. And, and then suddenly when you arrive, it's like, boom, boom, <laughs> boom, yeah, yeah, all yeah. my dates here, boom. You know what I mean? Just all the, the roof off the All the glasses behind the little bar are all shaking. Mm. And in you come, or in, in comes your head and shoulders. Yeah, to the table. <laughs> Just into reception. Come outside. Be terrified. Why does my now. voice go like that whenever in this scenario? It's the all echoing the time. of the travel lodge. Oh, I see. It's weird because I just—it's like I'm able to say like proper. Come sentences. outside. Yeah, it's yeah. Not hungry. Mm, that's yeah. true. Uh, we didn't carry on talking about John. Uh, so John, John from Big and Daft. Yes. Big and Daft's a sketch group I was in way back when, back in the olden days. And uh, when I got here today, Nat mm-hmm. showed me an article that was on Chortle. Yeah. Which I honestly cannot believe nobody's shown me. No, because that was a couple of uh, weeks, well, definitely when this is airing a couple of weeks oh, ago. Oh, did I not know about that? I don't know. Nobody said a word about that. That's, by the way, that's in line for Big and Daft. That's in line for that. Mm-hmm. That nobody would be even slightly interested. Oh, right, okay. Or anybody that would be interested is now no longer friends with me. But someone could say mm. to you, well, who had seen it, going, what's interesting? I thought you said you weren't doing stand-up anymore yeah, or yeah, whatever, yeah. so I just saw this. So, Jay Richardson, Jay Richardson, it? yeah. Very well-respected journalist um, in comedy circles, has did an article wow, yeah. which is kind of transcribed from one of these shows. It is, so afternoon, Jay. Headline is, uh, could Big and Daft reunite? Now, it, John's very upset, first off, I'll not, tell you. John's photo. upset because he's not in the picture. There's no. a picture of me and there's a picture of Rob, but there's not a picture of John. Now... I, whilst I understand that from John's point of view, and there aren't any pictures of Big and Daft online mm. at all. Oh, well, fair enough, then. Right? So, <laughs> he wouldn't have a picture of John anyway. And also, th- their pictures of me and Rob, like, in recent years. Could there have been a that, sketch of John? That's not. Re- artist recreation Could've of done John, that, John yeah. Williams? Could have done that, um, That's me and Rob in yeah. recent years. But clearly not in the same photo. No, we're not, I'm, together. I'm not there with Rob in no. that picture. That's from your tour poster, isn't it? Here Comes Trouble? That's from fucking years ago. Okay. That's about five years old, that right. picture. So Ian Bowlesworth I've got hints. new ones, I just don't, I've just not released them anywhere. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I've got new ones. Ian Bowlesworth hints at the return of his sketch trio. Right. Our sketch trio, scratch trio? Our sketch trio, big and daft reuniting. Question mark, we're no Question mark. to that. The knockabout trio. Yep, that's true, we were knockabout. Rob Rouse, comma, Ian Bowlesworth yep. and John Williams performed yep. together from 1997 to 2002. That's actually true, that's from their okay. dates. Taking three shows to the Edinburgh Fringe. Yep. And landing a weekend show on BBC London Radio. Yep. Good. Where we first crossed swords with that prick. Mm. After they split up, Rouse became a circuit regular and actor. So did I. So did I. Most recently seen in Upstart Quo, that's correct. I wasn't in that. Bowlesworth went on to perform under the name Ray Peacock. Yeah, but I was still a circuit regular and actor though. Okay. Before reverting to his original name, which is Ian Bowlesworth, and Williams quit comedy to work in education. That's also kind of true. Kind of true. So John um, still worked in comedy for a while after we all disbanded. Uh, he worked with Rob quite a lot. Oh, okay. Um, and then he then did start teaching. Right. Well, that's true. This yeah. is correct. Yeah. right. Relatively true. Uh, Bowlesworth himself gave gave up stand up two years ago. To Didn't focus. give it up. Didn't give it up. That sounds like you, you had a final like, like finale like, show. Give up sounds like oh that oh give up. This has failed. Oh no, I don't think it does. I think stopped. it sounds like I'm giving it up because stopped. I'm doing a farewell <laughs> thing. This is my last stand up thing. Just stopped it, man. No, because that's here to focus on the Powerpod movie, which is true. Yeah. He's making it wasn't just for that Barry, Bo- Barry Dodds. Barry Bods. Barry Bods. Yeah. Uh, and his Fubar radio show. Oh, that's why you saw it. You get an op- did you get an alert? I did. Yeah. Okay. But has now revealed that plans are afoot 
to collaborate with his former sketchmates once again. Sort of, sort of true. Okay, well, the, I'll tell you how it happened. The revelation yep. came as he interviewed Kieran, o, Kieran Dowd on his radio show. I kept saying O'Dowd. I as kept well. saying yep. O'Dowd. Kieran yep. O'Dowd on his radio show. It's Kieran Dowd. It is, it is Kieran Dowd. Uh, when the character comic suggested that his own sketch trio, Beasts, are unlikely to perform again together in the new future. Yep. Which prompted Boldsworth to start, reveal... To start talking about himself. ...that he's recently <laughs> reconnected with Williams That's and brought true. it back round to him. That is true. You said... I saw John three days ago. Well, Oh, did you? OK. Yeah. Well, this is not what you said then. You said we've I'm recently... i him next week as well. OK. We've recently reconvened as friends after 20-odd years of not chatting. True. We saw each other at a funeral. He explained. At okay. Molly's funeral, where Molly died, we were both there. Right. We didn't. This is you. We didn't... Well, we did fall out, but yeah. not irreparable. Irreparably. Irreparably, I'd oh say. Oh, my God, yeah. Why, why can't I never say that word? Yeah. Sorry, Jay. Uh, me and Rob saw each other on the circuit anyway. Yeah. But John stopped doing it. Yeah. He was completely out of the mix. And yep. I've recently started working with John again. Yeah, that's With true. a view to bringing Rob into that at some point. Yeah, I reckon so. Okay. But we're not doing what we did I'm before. Not, I've not spoke to Rob about it at all, by Oh, the but way. you think at some point so this might be the first Rob hears about it. Oh, okay. If indeed he's seen it, because I hadn't. Okay. Um, but you're saying, but we're not doing what we did before. It's a writing thing that me and John are doing. Yeah, that's true. Okay. We're writing a puppet show together. Ah. Yeah. Are you not are you involving any Ronnie, Ronnie LeDrew? Any Ronnie? Any Ronnie LeDrews? Um, Fletcher Pete? is yep. involved. Mm-hmm. Phil, even? Well, has been. We've not spoken about it for quite a while. Okay. <laughs> you know what it feels like. A bit flaky every now and again. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it came from that. Okay. So it's a thing that I was going to write on my own. And then I got back in touch with John and we were chatting because I was doing a retrospective on Big and Daft on my Patreon. Yeah. Like a long retrospective where I wrote the full history of it and what had happened. And then I also went and interviewed Rob and interviewed John. Yeah. Where we talked about all the things that had happened, all the calamities and all that sort of shit. And just got it all out in the open. Nice. It was like a therapy session on my Patreon page. Behind oh, a, great. It was okay. a therapy session behind a paywall. Well, some people have missed it because you've done too much on your, on your Patreon. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. wouldn't have Probably had a chance to see it. that, yeah. would they? Yeah. But, so, what I found out... Um, from particularly the interview with John mm. was that John was quite upset that he was no longer working in the entertainment world right and that he was quite sort of he he, uh, he thought about Big and Daft it seemed quite a fair bit and mm-hmm. we, we quite a, a degree of resentment and a degree of just sadness about the whole thing yeah and then it, that upset me because I was like well, I, I wouldn't want you to feel that and I felt that as well when we, you know, when we split up it was like well I felt same as I felt when Peacock and Gamble ended it was like what am I going to do yeah you know you just got to find something to do and I did the Parapod and when Big and Daft split up I did I ended up doing Peacock and Gamble ultimately mm-hmm. but you know I did different things so um, but John hadn't done so John had had that and then gone and worked as a teacher right so I then started thinking well I'm I'm writing this thing at the moment I'm struggling to write it because I can't get the time. I've not yes. enough time. But I wanted to see if me and John... Because me and John used to write most of Big and Daft. We were oh. the main writers on it. And Robert tended to add stuff in, in performance. Okay. So me and John... And we wrote different things as well, me and John. But we wrote together very well. Mm. When both of us wrote together. And the nearest I've come to it subsequently was with Ed. Mm-hmm. But it still wasn't... It wasn't quite as good. Or it never felt as natural yeah. as me and John. But me and John went, went to uni together and stuff. You know, we've known each other for oh, years. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, I'm writing this thing. Do you want in on it? Do you want to try and write some bits for me and stuff? And he was like, yeah, I definitely do. You know, I want to mm-hmm. do that. So we started doing that. I discarded most of what I'd written already. So are you writing together now? Are you writing yeah. your bits separately and pulling it together? Well, we're writing remotely, right, generally okay. speaking. But we do meet up. Okay. But we don't live anywhere near each other. So mainly remotely, but every now and again we do meet up as yeah. well. Um, and we're writing, we, we sort of planned episodes together, mm-hmm. 
Then we've gone away and we've synopsi- synopsized, whatever it's called. Yeah, either or. Um, alternate episodes mm-hmm. ourselves. Then we reconvene again and then we write them together. So we write the dialogue together. And it's just easy. Oh, that's exciting. So like, when... just, like, it's really weird. It's, it's piss easy. Because you know him so well and you've yeah. got a r- well, kind of a rhythm. I don't know him that well anymore, okay. really. But not much has changed in terms but of our fundamental together personalities. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're knocking it out, no bother. Okay, so when will we be seeing Well, it's going to be high production, so right. it's puppets. It's not, you know... Very true. We can't just go and Luckily film it. you know puppet people. I do, but, you know, same time. I was going to play the lead puppet in it, so I was going to perform the lead puppet. Well, you have a puppet, don't you, have you? I do, but that's not the puppet that it's it is. the puppet that it is. But I've subsequently... Um, I don't think, if Phil does it, I don't think I should be doing the lead puppet if I've got the best puppeteer in the country. Yeah, true. It. It'll be silly to not have uh, Phil doing the main... Yeah. And because I've created it, co-wrote it, and, do you know what I mean? Because I'm the showrunner, essentially. Right, it's a lot. Yeah. I do think Ronnie, I think I think Ronnie will be a bit yeah, it's just, annoyed if he's not involved too, you Ronnie's know? very, very welcome. But oh. it's just that thing of, like, it won't have any funding. It won't, you know, it's going to be something we're going to make independently and but, just... Yeah, but that's it. I feel like... And Ronnie doesn't live nowhere near Phil. And you can bet your bottom dollar Phil won't travel. Oh, really? So it'll all be done at Phil's, will it? <laughs> I would imagine Well, as so. we've talked about in his house, his puppets everywhere. Yeah, yeah, so it'll be yeah. a lot to move. Yeah. Okay. Well, so that's exciting. that's the story of it. So that's... that's well, what about this on. next bit? Boldsworth, who's repeatedly spoken of not missing stand-ups, <laughs> yeah. also disclosed... Stand-ups. <laughs> stand that means you don't miss people. Yeah. You don't miss that, other comedians. That is what you've written, Jay. You have said stand-ups, not stand-ups. No, but that, maybe that's what he means because you I have also, made a comment that, about. Yep, that's true, before. Jay. I also don't miss any stand-ups at all. So you don't miss stand-up or stand-ups. No. Uh, no. Also disclosed that he's considering reviving his solo career. No, I didn't say that. Well, that's and interesting. I'm not. Well, you did talk about, and I've got your quote here, yep. I've just booked two performances, dreading yep. it, fucking yep. dreading it. Yep. I've not set foot on a stage in two years, yep. he admitted. Unless you count the Parapod Live. Which you did last night. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I've not done stand-up for two Okay, years. but I don't think you talked about what you were doing as in the stand-up. I'm doing the warm-up on Red Dwarf. Okay, so it's not... So that's it, all it is. It's, it's, it's yeah. warm-up, it's So not. they're the two things I've booked. But you are reviving your solo career. Under duress, I'm not. When I'm are you not. reviving it? I'm not. Well, and that's not you are, and this article it says you are, so you I'm are. Not. <laughs> I'm Why not. are you not missing stand-ups? Uh, it's horrible. Okay. Horrible. But you're not reviving it. I have nothing to bring to it. And I would hate to do it resentfully. I, okay. I, I could do it, piece of piece. I could, stand on, I could stand on the stage tonight and do a stand-up gig, I reckon. Oh, okay. But I would be doing it resentfully and, okay. and with bitterness. I wouldn't enjoy it. And that's not how you do that. So when you talk about the performances generally, it is a warm-up thing, isn't it? I'm it's, doing it's two you... warm-ups for right. Red Dwarf, which yes. I have been strong-armed into doing. Okay. Yeah, but you do enjoy doing that. You do like I, I do, Red Dwarf. When, I, when I'm in form and when I'm not ring rusty and stuff, and I explain this to them. I said, look, I'm not match fit for this at all. And they wouldn't let it go. When is it? December. Oh, soon. Yeah. Well, you know, you've got a few weeks, weeks haven't you? Got, what are we in? God, it is that December soon, the 11th, now we are. It is that soon. Mm. Um, they wanted me to do it. They had every confidence in me. Yep. Uh, but what I've done is I've agreed to do the first one, pen, yep. penned in, and I've penciled the second one and said, look, if you want rid of me, get rid of me. If I want rid, I'm going. I'll still oh, come no. to the second recording because I care about the show and I love the show. Mm-hmm. Any other show, I wouldn't give a fuck about. I did Lee Nelson's fucking show as if I give two tosses about the show, right? But Red Dwarf, I do. I do care about that show. Okay. And I don't want to fuck up a recording for that, of that show so I can pocket whatever many hundred quid I get. So, and I said that to him. I said, I'm not trying to get more money out of you. I'm not, not, it's nothing like that. I haven't even discussed a fee. 
Okay. When I agreed to do it, it was like it's not nothing to do with that. I just don't want to fuck up this show. That's been kind to me, kinder to me than any other show. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, um, I don't want to fuck up that show. All right. I didn't know that you'd done. I knew that you'd done Miranda. Yeah. Red Dwarf. I thoroughly enjoyed Miranda. Until yeah. It went I didn't south, know about yeah. other other ones that you done. Not I didn't. I didn't know you did Lee Nelson. Who else did you I do? Did, I, I tell you what I did. I, I did two episodes of Lee Nelson's Well Good Show on BBC Three. Yeah. Did the first one. Hang on, I'm going to cough again. <clears throat> I did the first one. Hated it. Absolutely hated it. Why? I, oh, I just hated it. I hated the people that were there. The his, audience His fan members. base. Right. Simon, I kind of like as a bloke. Yeah. In real life. I don't particularly care for that character, but I think Simon's brilliant. I, I, I do genuinely think he's brilliant. I think mm-hmm. he's an amazing performer. I think he did Lee Nelson tremendously well, but I had lots of issues ethically with that show. I didn't like the fat guy that they had on it because I, I, felt, I felt like, having seen it up close, I was like, I don't think he's quite in on the joke. Right. So I felt that the piss taking of him was kind of it felt a touch cruel because I didn't feel like he really knew him. So I might be completely wrong, by the way. This is just how I assessed it myself in the moment. That felt a bit cruel. Then I felt like he was being exploited a little bit. Was that the first t- TV show of uh, the Lee Nelson character? I don't know because I was just wondering because I have. Yeah, yeah, the big, the big, the big guy. He was a fat I guy. I haven't seen anything, okay. anything that Lee Nelson's done. Omelette, they called him. Omelette. Yeah. So that guy, I, I felt like. Um, he he wasn't he didn't really understand what he was doing. No, no, I was thinking if, if it had been a few in, presumably you would have got to a point where you'd gone, okay, they're just taking a piss out. If you didn't know they were taking a piss out of you, yeah, and then you would have said something. I'm, well, I'm not. I must emphasise. I am not saying that definitively. That is just what I. That was the, how I perceived it. It might have been that I went in with that attitude. Why is he called omelette? I don't Round, know. I've got no like idea. I don't, I don't know. know. But he seemed perfectly happy, by the way, I should say. He didn't seem like he was upset or anything. He seemed perfectly happy, but it just didn't sit well with me. But that aside, um, I felt on the night I was being quite stifled in what I normally do as a okay. warm-up um, from various quarters. And I don't, don't do that, don't do that. It's like, well, what, what can I do then? Yeah. It was like that. Um, and I went home from that recording and... Um, <laughs> And tried to pull the next one. I said, I don't, I don't want to do the next one. Right. Made by the management company I was with as well. Oh, okay. And they wouldn't let me pull the next one. What's the reasoning if you say, like, I don't think I'm right for this? And it was totally that. It was like, I'm not doing a good job for you right. at all. And I'm not enjoying it. I don't think the audience Simon's enjoyed it. Simon's not enjoying it. it. The yeah. audience aren't enjoying it. Why would you hold me to contract for this? It's ridiculous. But I was held to contract. So I went and did the next one. Also a fucking car crash. Mm. I, I can't remember if it was the first one or the second one. I came home and I had thrush. No, it was so bad. And you I got developed thrush. thrush. I felt like I caught it. Oh wow! <laughs> I don't think you can. No, 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 no. Not just by it. Not airborne. But, no. But um, it obviously it stressed me or whatever. Yeah, but course, yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. It was horrible. I didn't enjoy it at all. Oh. And there was a bit in that show as well that I don't think was ever broadcast, which I'll tell you off air because okay. probably there's probably some legal thing where I wouldn't be allowed to say that. But, okay. Um, well, yeah, that was my take on it. So the point is, yeah. I've done shows as well as I can do them. Yeah, yeah. That I don't care for the show at sure. all. I've got no artistic respect for that show at all. So I've done those shows. But you're doing Red Dwarfs in December. Red Dwarf One is, or two. is the complete opposite of that. Mm-hmm. Red Dwarf I absolutely care about. I do believe in it still. And I do have a ball with those people. And you get on in, very in well with the cast, the don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's yeah. like, I, I don't want to go there and make their lives any more hard than it already. Well, they know they're, you're they're not like, going to. They're like to. an hundred. They're all like an hundred. Yeah, but they also, they, they want you there. Like they're going to struggle remembering lines anyway, they are. Cue cards. Yeah, without me 
bloody walking about. You're doing part it of the team, though, aren't you? That's not the point, now. Nah. It it's is. very unfair for, to, to make a hard life for pensioners. That's my. T- that's, that's my nice, isn't it? That's what I said to production. I went, look, I'm not going to make a day for a day out for some old men even no. harder. Oh my god! By mucking about. <laughs> no, I will muck about, but yeah, I, I am. I'm genuinely dreading it. Uh, okay. Dreading it, but I will do my absolute best. I of will course, do my best, and it will be a big success. I can't guarantee that. I used to be able to guarantee it, but I can't now. I've not done it for again training. Because you're not match how fit. How do I get in training? I don't know. You use expression not match fit. So yeah, but I just how do I get in, how do, What do I do? Well, why don't you do, do a joke now? I haven't got any I've never I know, any I, know jokes. I know you don't do jokes at but all. But it's not, how, how can I be in training? I'm, I'm not going to do any other gigs. I'm not going to do another warm up. What do you do at warm what, what generally would you have done at warm ups? What kind stand of about. thing? Just stand about. What, do you do that? Do all, all the, the audience, the crowd work. Do you yeah. do that? Yeah. Taking the piss out of people? A bit. Yeah, a bit. Um, I do all the safety announcements at the beginning. I introduce all the cast. Lovely. I introduce Doug, Doug Naylor, Doug Naylor who, yeah. who writes it now, co-creator of the show. Um, explain to people how it works. Explain that there's monitors. Sometimes stuff will be pre-recorded. Sometimes you know most of it will be in front of you. But I explain to people that the cameras have to be there, so you can't get arsy if a camera's in <laughs> in no, your way. Do people really do that? <laughs> it happened at Russell. I was oh, good where news am once. I? I'm on a TV show. Why is there a camera in the way? At Russell, I was good news once. It happened where somebody complained because a camera was in front of them. <laughs> oh wow. Did someone just laugh at them? Um, no, well, you, just, you just have to explain. You have to go, no, well, that, no that has to be there, doesn't it? Because it's a TV Think show. <laughs> Look where you are, it's not a gig. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have to say about the phones being off? Yes. Do all that. Do Can't take any photos in there. I have to do no. that. It's like, particularly with Red Dwarf, you have to do that because there's so many spoilers in it. And oh, so good much. point, yeah. Are you allowed to have any f- sweets? Am I allowed to have sweets? No, the audience. Uh, well, not in an ideal world. You don't want rustling. the rustling, that's what yeah, I was thinking, yeah. That. What about bottles? What? Just of like water or something, in case it's annoying because of the noise. That's probably all right. That's probably all right. Yeah, yeah. probably Just okay. Just be quiet that. when you. And um, the cast at Red Dwarf, generally speaking, are, are usually quite helpful as well. Mm. You know, because they'll come out and stuff, and we'll have a chat with them and all that. But it depends how involved they are in the episode. Yeah. Because sometimes they can't, and it also depends how. Like, if you could see the dialogue that, well, particularly Robert actually crying. Mm-hmm. If you see the dialogue that he has to remember. And it, you know, for anyone, yeah. never mind someone who's on hundred, <laughs> right? But the dialogue for anyone is hard. Yeah, of so, course. So they've got to be concentrating. They've got to be on it as best as you know, best as anyone can be. Yeah. And what you don't want to do is interfere with that concentration. What by bringing them out and getting them to do a yeah, meet do and greet? I mean? yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. So I would always gauge that, and I would, I would normally wait for them to come to me, which they invariably do. The only person who didn't, the first one did, it was Chris. Chris didn't come out at all much. And I thought Chris didn't like me. I, a real thing was, like, I don't think Chris likes me. And, yeah. then, and then I thought, oh, no, I think he's just an actor. I think he's like probably quite a yes, concentrating actor and all, blah, 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 getting blah. Getting into, like, method. And then subsequently just found out that he absolutely loves me. So, But why wouldn't he come out, then? Um, he, he would have done. Oh, I see. Right, you just but I was new on the, you know, I was new on the show, so I didn't know how far I could push it or how far I could bring, you know, take the piss or whatever. Yeah. I was told by the producer, the then-producer, to sort of moderate how much I took the piss with the cast. And did they say, don't worry about it, you can do? Yeah, but you never know if they've told the producer. Yeah, it's true. They might, they've gone, no, oh, I've never been, said that. Oh, it would have been fine, but do keep not talking yeah, to yeah. us. You've got to listen to what the producer says. Yeah, yeah, you don't know. So um, so after it's all finished, because you do warm up, but do you do the thing at the end where they all come out for a bow? Are you there well, for that? Well, they come out for a bow at the beginning and they invariably oh, will just... Two bows, they'll, all, okay. they'll all do a wave at the end. Well, they oh. don't do, we don't do like a curtain call. There's no... no yeah. You know, they don't come There's down flowers some, some, some lit the... steps <laughs> or anything like that. For yeah, a, end, end number. Right. But no, I'm there. I'm there for that. Yeah. Oh, well, that's coming soon. 
with your your revival of your stand-up career. Can you not see how... Right, so me and you stopped doing the show, right, for yep. two years. Yeah. And you didn't do anything on the radio for two years. Not a word. You'd never okay. sat for, you know, for two years. Mm-hmm. And then somebody said, right, you're doing that show again. You would still... Be actually, about as good as I am now, yeah, really. You're, you're probably a bad example of yeah, that. Yeah, really, Devo. Mm-hmm. It's a great name for a band. That'll be Devo, very good. Yeah, right? yeah, really, really good. Uh, we're joined now. Do you know we're, we're, what's weirdly happened? No. We were worrying for time because we had a guest cancel last minute and uh, we thought oh, we've got to fill some time and now we've gone over that time <laughs> and we're now joined yeah, by Rich yeah. Wilson in the oh, studio. Yeah. Hello, mate. You're right. Yeah, good to be here. Thank you. You're looking very well. Thank you, mate. So are you. You look settled. Do you know what? I am. I think. Yeah. I don't say that lightly either. I've found myself. Have you? Yeah, and I feel all right. I quite like myself. You've had, peripherally, like from what I can see, and I'm, I don't over-engage with stuff since departing that sort of, that line of work, mm. the comedy business. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I peripherally became aware of it. And I think if you become aware of something on social media, then it's probably much bigger than even you think it is. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm aware of it, it's yeah, like, well, yeah, then... Yeah. It's, and I noticed at the Fringe this year... Something had happened which gave you a lift on the fringe. I think you'd written something. That's right, yeah. And that gave your show a lift. Yeah. Um, also in conjunction with the Insane in the Membrane podcast. Yes. Which also appears to be, again, I don't really engage with that sort of stuff, but I, it, it appeared to me yeah. that was head and shoulders now. It was, you yeah, know, it was coming above yeah. the pack. Yes, absolutely. It's, um, yeah, it's really taken on a life of its own. So is it that? Yeah. Is that what it is then? Is that is it's, that what settled you? Yeah, I think so. I think I had a, over the last couple of years, I've sort of, I think I started with being honest with myself, and, okay. I, and I said, right, there's a reason why I'm upsetting a lot of people. Who are you upsetting? Uh, just in relationships, I messed okay. up. Right, right. I rushed, I've messed up every relationship I've ever been in. Same high five. Yeah, yeah, up <laughs> top. And, and I spent years blaming others, going, oh, it's yeah, because yeah, of this okay. and because of that. Yeah. And then one day I went, no, this is me. Right. And, it, and I just started from that. And so basically I didn't know who I was. Okay. And so just working from that. And then I'd be in green rooms with comedians after I'd sort of got my head around a few things. And they're like, are oh, you looking well? I go, yeah, well, I've just had some counselling and I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And suddenly comedians started to tell me things that they were going through yeah. and I'm like yeah I totally get why you're doing that yeah. Is, do you have your phone down noises off all the time and I'm like yeah I said yes yeah, because you're up to no good right right and it, I said and I recognise that because that's what I used to do yeah and so it just came from that and then just being on various podcasts and a few people had said D- you should do one right and it just came from that are you sure they meant yeah <laughs> <laughs> you should do one <laughs> see it never leaves you this, yeah. this might have been an awful mistake <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. People are tuning in. I can't believe he's still doing it. I told him to jog on. Yeah. <laughs> it, never, it does never leave you, you're right? That's because I was a natural comedian. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't just stop being funny. Amazing. Um, you stopped. are match fit. Look, just, you just I'm said you weren't. I'm fucking not. You're back. Ready to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's an interesting thing, that, isn't it? And I think there comes a point. How old are you? 47. Right, there we are then. So I, I, I genuinely think there comes a point in life I actually think regardless of what your behaviour's been up to that point, I think mm. there does come a midpoint in life, if you want to you know, kindly say that for someone yes. who's a comedian, um, where you do just go, I'm getting very bogged down here with a load of bullshit. It's exactly that, yeah. Like, yeah, th- yeah, yeah, and yeah. this is fucking nonsense. It's self-inflicted as well. Completely. <laughs> yeah. But you can see why. I sometimes get stick a, a little bit mm. for being politically disengaged. 
Right, okay. Yeah. But I think it's complete, completely understandable. And I can yeah. also stand head held high and just go, no, I was like paid up member as a, you know, in my 20s and yes, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I, the experience I've had is of like desperately trying to make something happen that then happened, that then fucking sold every cunt out in the world. Yeah. And then was replaced by even worse. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like you get to the point where you're like, oh, I literally can't do nothing about yeah, exactly this. Exactly that. Exactly. <laughs> well, there's that famous quote if you, if, um, if voting actually did anything, it would be illegal. Yeah, and yeah, so, exactly. You know, there's that. So, yeah, I totally get. I mean, I get to that point now. I'm like, I, I don't have any discussions with people about it. Yeah, because it's pointless. We're just screaming at each other yeah. while they're at the, they're they're just like, oh look, them squabbling. Now we'll just carry on doing this. Yeah, yeah. I saw a dude on the train this morning. I've been I've been and got a coffee. I've stopped drinking coffee, but I got a coffee. I was in the shop bit, and when I sat down, there was a dude, um, and he was probably like. Probably similar age to us, maybe a bit older, but he was all suited and booted and stuff. And he was on Twitter and it, and it looked weird to me because I was like, he's on Twitter. And I sort of looked over his shoulder and he was writing this um, waste of money having a general election. He tagged some Corbyn thing in and then said, give the money to homeless charities and just tweeted it. And I thought, I thought, who, who is this bloke? Who is he? Yeah. And I could see his name and I looked who it up. It? He had like 10 followers. I was like, wow, oh, okay. <laughs> why, why you want? No, but I was like, why are you on a train? Why? You? I know. I know. Well, they don't, they don't, they just, they just need somewhere to vent. And that's why Twitter is probably one of the worst um, social medias out there because it, it's just full of anger and hate and rage. I wrote mm. a line last night, even though I'm not performing, but I wrote a line <laughs> you last You can't night. leave it alone. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't. I, wrote, I thought I'd say it on Patreon at some point. Um, I wrote a line which was, Twitter basically saves the same cunts who have always been around the cost of a stamp. <laughs> 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 on the nose is what yeah. on the nose yeah. so it's a, they've always been there that's the thing I yeah. think you can get worried they're like oh this anger that's rising and they've always been there they were just sending stuff written in shit to people's <laughs> agents before that's yeah. it yeah it just took a while to get there <laughs> yeah, that's all yeah. it is yeah 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 um, so the Inside in the Membrane podcast yes how many have you done thus far we're on nearly 40 episodes wow, now okay. we've been okay. doing it since February right and um, and it's yeah it, I'm surprised that it's it, it took on it took off sorry because it's it's not it, it, mental health is the jumping off point yeah and as soon as you say the words mental health a lot of people turn off and they go like, oh this again yeah because it's so many saturated now isn't it so yes. there, was a, there was a sweet spot where it was like when yeah. no one was on about it that's it and then and now we've got a few people bandwagon jumping to yeah. be fair yeah that's true there's, a, there's so many people I see it all the time people are trying to find an anxiety angle and a thing and you're like no you're taking away from real people that have real like debilitating issues yeah where you're going oh I'm a bit worried today because you know, yeah and the reason a lot of people in our industry and I'm sorry to say this but they're feeling sad because they're not famous yeah they got into this to be famous yeah and they're not and other people that they started with have become known yeah. And things like that, and I'm not. Do you mean me you. now? Are you on about me? Absolutely, <laughs> talking about you. That's part of the reason why. As I said booked. it, I went, "Oh shit!" Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It's all like Ed Gamble, Russell Howard only, business. Is that well, what? Ed sent me down. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go meet him on Taskmaster after this. <laughs> but there are other people that are genuinely. I see it all the time, and they're trying to find. They're blaming it on other things, and instead of just going. I wanted to be famous and I'm not. Yeah. You know, instead of just admitting that. Yeah. I've had in Edinburgh I've had a couple of conversations with people and, and I said, Well, why did you get into this? Honestly, did you want to be a good comedian or did you want to be famous? Yeah. And they went, Yeah, I wanted to be famous. So it's weird. Yeah. But be honest. Yeah. Be honest. If that's what you want, then fine. So Is it though? Is it fine? It's not fine. Of course it's not fine. <laughs> Who wants to be famous? It's a weird you know? thing, isn't it? It's yeah. an odd thing. I get it. There's a if you're not in it, you can see it's it looks glamorous and you know, you, but it, yeah, we we know <laughs> yeah. famous people and they're miserable because yeah, yeah. they can't they can't go and have a coffee yeah. without being 
harassed. So, so mental health. I'm I'm loath to use that phrase now, but that's what it is, and it's just it's just people just sitting down and talking. Okay. So there's no. I don't have any questions. I have no plan for the conversation. Right. I just see where it goes. Okay. And. Uh, and I've had some great guests. You know, Mark Steele's been on. James Acaster's coming out. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, there's a few. Yeah, and do you do you find that are you a, uh, uh, do you um, what's the word dis something them? I always say it about me. Dis. I'm sure I blank on the word. Dis. Disarm them. Disarm them. Are you disarming as an interviewer? I am apparently. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I'm interested. The, the the whole podcast is about the guest. It's not about me. Yeah. I hear so many podcasts. Where so it's very different to this show. I was yeah. realising that. Just <laughs> can't on the even article. begin to relax. I was just thinking that on the article on Chortle, you somehow turned it around in the interview just, to, yeah. back to him. Yeah. So yeah. it's quite different. There's an entire Chortle article about me interviewing someone else that's all about me. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I've got, though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. But no. I'm it, because I'm still finding out about myself. Even right. though I'm happy and I've and I've sorted a few things out. I'm still learning, right? And so, and I get that from the guests that come on. I ask them, and like Dame Baptiste came on, and I didn't say a word. Dame had he knew exactly what he wanted to say, right? Okay. Hour and a half later, I've said, yeah, right, about four times. So it's not been any good for your like, career, this is it? It's I, mate, it's brilliant. You're People, gonna be, you're going to become the new Richard <laughs> Herring. It's going to be angry. The nice guy, Richie. It's going to be angry, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> he hides it well because he smiles all the time. He does smile. <laughs> he does yeah. smile. Yeah. Yeah. So it is that. It's it's talking. It's people talking about what they've been through and how they dealt with it. Yeah. Rather than you know discussing mental health and you know it's yeah that's sort of the jumping off point. The bandwagon jumping in is an interesting thing, and I think that that can be. I was going to say that can be level, particularly comedians, but I don't even think that's true. I I, I do think there is a. So also, how do you police that? Because you can't mm. really, can you? Because you no. can't take the risk of going, hang on. No. It's fucking now up with you. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. But in case there actually is. Do you know what yeah. I mean? We can all decide. And that's mm. the prejudice that people with mental health issues, of which I would count everybody. Everybody. Um, yeah. Has had since time in memoriam. You know, it's that thing of like, it's going, oh, well, chin up and all that sort of shit. So really, mm. it's, it's quite a hypocritical thing for me, certainly, to go... Don't give me yeah. that shit. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, exactly. But we are in the middle. It seems of like a, it's, they call it victim culture, don't they? We're all, yeah. like, everyone yeah. needs to be seen to be struggling, and cause, but life is hard. It's not easy. It's weird that we exist in the first place. Yeah. So yeah. So of course you're struggling. But victim but now, con- culture, yeah. it, uh, almost always invariably leads to compassion fatigue. So what? So what happens exactly. there is is that people get sick of hearing about it. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And and that's when people are going. Fucking grow up. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Yeah. But there does come a time when there is a certain element of like, oh, come on, you've got, you have to make an effort yeah. to try and feel better, which I know is easier said than done. Yeah. And it's easier. Yeah, I did for saying that. Yeah, of course you would. You know Absolutely. What I mean? you, yeah, you yeah, yeah. But there's other things to be positive about. Like, if you're really good at playing the piano, yeah. Why can't you say I'm a really good mm. pianist? Why can't you? Why aren't we focusing on more positive things yeah. rather than? Yeah, I, I didn't leave the house for six weeks because, I don't know, whatever, you know, which it's, it's, a, it's you, a funny one. Do you think the counter-attack and the rounding on, like, so if you, so say you were out on Twitter now and you went, um, I'll tell you what might make you feel a bit better, doing mm. X, Y, Z, right? Yeah. And then be rounded on yes. by professional ill people. Uh-huh. Who would then say, well, you can't say, oh, if somebody broke the leg, would you just say, go for a yeah, run? Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, that, yeah, That's yeah. All, all those arguments. Yes. Um... The, the problem with that, I think, it's the people who are supposedly on the same side fighting with each other, which is happening across all societies at the moment, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the, the issue with that is, for example, I could happily now tweet something that said, 
What made me feel better was the fact that I now apportion 20 hours a week to art. Mm. And it's something that I didn't have time for when I was gigging every night. Yeah. It's something that I'd stopped doing. It was, it's something that does relax me, yes. as does reading, but I don't get time to do that. It's something that if I can make that effort to do that, I feel better. That's right. That's yeah. all I can tell you. Yeah. I feel better. Now, that would then go, mm. oh, so you just do a drawing, you'll, you, you don't yeah. understand what depression is. It's like, no, I'm saying. Yeah, 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 I did this. <laughs> but in this scenario, yeah. I can tell you categorically and definitively, that makes me feel better That's right. when I do that. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. I stop worrying about... X, Y, and Z in my career, I feel better. When I realise that's not important, when I realise, you know, not being on this isn't important, yep. which I never really had, to be honest. I never no. really had that jealousy of that. But when you factor all that in, all you can say is what you feel. You're not, we, we, yeah. We're not saying something definitively, but I find that the other side are saying things definitively. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the people that yeah. are attacking are saying definitive <laughs> things. Well, that's not what mental health is. Exactly. These are all definitive comments. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, and you're, you're like, I'm just going by what I've experienced. Totally I'm going that. by me. But, you know, and whatever it is that... It, it, I mean, a lot of the pressures as well come from people like money at the moment. Everybody's yep. skint. Yeah. I mean, I'm in, in in our industry in comedy. You know, we're doing the gigs, but we're not getting paid for another month. Oh, really? And that okay. is yeah, that's that's crushing everybody. Yeah, of course. And so in in everyday life as well, people aren't they, you know their their travel costs are going through the roof. They haven't, but they still, but their money isn't going up. And so no. that a lot of this, a lot of depression comes from out in the, in the real world is about is about money and survival. Yeah, people aren't they can't afford to do things that they love, which is potentially how the controlling works, isn't it? Yes, so to, you know, keep keep them skint and angry. That's exactly it. And, and you then can they'll do make what you want with exact, Exactly, and they'll make they make televisions cheap, they make booze cheap in supermarkets. So yeah, like so comfortably numb. You're like you know, it's just yeah, they give you a little bit, but they don't give you enough. But isn't that a terrifying... I'm not a conspiracy theorist. No. Right? <laughs> but it's a terrifying prospect, that, to think that uh, a, a people are being controlled in that way. Yeah, You yeah, know, that that yeah, is... Yeah, a, yeah. You know, television's always been the opium of the people and all that That's sort right. of thing, you know. So, but it's a... Um, I, I think an artist, of which I would count stand-ups, mm. and uh, but I, I think an artist should be apart from that. And I think it's the job of... Well, stand-up's very generic yes. in terms of mainstream stand-up. So in terms of stuff that's on TV, yeah. it's very, very generic. And it's been kind of, I don't mean whitewashed in the sense it's all white, but I mean, it, you know, mm. the whole thing's being sort of like blurred yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I think means that people that actually have something to say or actually have a bit of sparks or whatever mm. do seem extraordinary now. Yeah, And, yeah, and yeah, actually... Yeah. And, and not necessarily in a good way, you know. People, no. people go, "Oh, I don't like that." That's not what I. That's not what comedy is. Yeah, yeah, all you, the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I think it's terrifying to how insipid that is throughout all culture. Yeah, that everything has been dumbed. You know, the phrase "dumbed down" sounds yeah. like such a hack phrase, but I don't think it's ever been truer than right now. But we are in the middle of a very. Everyone's very thick. What you, yeah, and worried about being willingly. Everyone's thick. A, yeah, and everyone's offended, and it's like, well. Hang on a minute. It's like, so I had, uh, on my uh, episode of the podcast last week, I had uh, Mark Steele. Oh, I'll bring it back to you. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking show, Anyway, <laughs> I, I, there was a point where we were talking about old teachers from school. And <laughs> I, I basically, we, we cunted the place out. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> Just right, like, right. It was there was a few of them. And I had a few people message me going, oh, I wasn't sure about this episode. Was, I'm like, but you heard what we were talking about. And that was the only word mm. we felt we could use. Yeah. But people were really upset. And it seems like, what are we going, it's like the 70s again. Like, Pam Ayres is going to be 
she was famous in the 70s yeah. and she was just like this wishy-washy poetry yeah. all doilies are going to come back yeah. it's like living in the, it's like living in the WI we're all, ba- we're all baking cakes and knitting What's going on? <laughs> well, that's what I, I was worried last oh. night. That's exactly, it's rubbish, no, I don't like that. No, exactly. Sound like that. Can we come back to me? For sorry, me. sorry, but no, yeah. anyway, Natalie. Yeah. So what, what's your <laughs> take on I'm this? I'm not keen on this. No, I don't want Pam Ayers back. Last she night on nicer. that stage doing the Parapod Live. Mm. So I've not set foot on stage for a year at that point doing the, that the Parapod Live. Right, I've not done stand up since for much longer. Um, I, there was an amazing moment last night where Dodds was trying to explain to me who Gary Coleman was. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're talking about Willis. Yeah, 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 Willis. Yeah, and he was getting. I mean, Dodds is panicky at the best yes. times anyway, so yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. necessarily. And not without reason. Sometimes on this show, he's gone to somewhere, and I'm sweating a bit as yeah, of what yeah, he might true. be about that to is, say. That is true. So on this occasion, I'm. I'm <laughs> that's true. I'm right. But I would be but panicking. Dodds yeah. Literally could not say the word black last night. Oh really? okay. So how was he? Just... Like he literally sat there, and, and I went. Tell me. I was like, I don't know who he is. Tell me who he is. Anyway, it was just little. He's a little quite short. The noir. He's and, noir. I, and I went, go on, and what else? <laughs> no, he eventually went, is, you know, mm. <laughs> like, And I was like, that sounds worse, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, so panicky was he. That, yeah. like, and then I, I said, ask someone in the audience to, to describe him to you. And he asked someone in the audience, and they went, well, he's a short black guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing right, wrong with that. younger than he was. And that's what I was saying to Dodds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then later on, Dodds talked about someone else, and I said, oh, what is that? Explain who that is. He went, you know, Mike Wilkinson it was. He went, oh, yeah, yeah. He's tall. He's sort of disarmingly good looking, really. He's very charming in that. He's got, like, a softly accent in that. He's, you know, he has a lot of success with the ladies, blah, 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 blah. And, um, you know, it's just a normal looking bloke. And I went, oh, so <laughs> interesting you didn't mention yeah, his what colour he was. <laughs> and he said, no, and Dodge just went to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> he just went to uh, fucking pieces. That would, but, that would keep him up at night. You know what Dodge totally, is like? Totally. Yeah. But, that's his, but that will also keep anyone up at night mm, secretly yeah, yeah. who's a performer. Yeah. When you're genuinely that worried about saying anything. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And that's yeah. a. Th- but people are looking for it as well. It's like. They want to be. They they think that their level of offence is going to be is going to make them special. I yeah, think yeah, yeah. Alfie Brown put out a really good sketch the other day, and it was talking about veganism. And he was saying that people that he said these people don't these are vegans, but they don't want you to be vegan. Yeah. If everyone was vegan, then they wouldn't be special. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he did it in a really clever way, and it's true. People are looking for something that not be, not because they're really actually into that thing, but to to sort of put them above other people. So. Yeah. They're, they're like, oh yeah, I'm offended at that, and I, I'm offended, and you're not. That means I'm cleverer than you because I got it. Which is the same right, trend yeah. that's followed with mental health. So Absolutely, what's is yeah. I've seen people, and I've, I've said it on this show many times. Worst thing that happened to me in terms of discussing mental health was winning that award. Because mm. when I won well, that course, award, yeah. I knew that there would be comics going, "Well, I want an award as well." Yes. I, and, and then if Bowlesworth won an award doing mental health stuff, I'm going to do mental health stuff, and I'm, you know, I, there must be something up with me. Yeah. And that, you know what I mean? And that's th- yeah, that yeah, thing yeah. where they go, well, they're special people. I want to be like that. And yeah. Vegas said an amazing thing on the mental podcast mm. years back now where he went, why? He was talking about this, this comic years back. He told me it was, but I won't say it was. He didn't say it on the show. Um, and he said, who was like reading stuff and trying to be really interested and trying to be really like dark and depressed and stuff. Mm. And, and Johnny was like, what? Why would you choose <laughs> yeah. this? Why would you? What, do you know what I mean? Why yeah. would you, as a career move, yeah, choose yeah, yeah. to make yourself fucking miserable? Like you said earlier on, yeah, it's insulting to people that literally can't deal with that. Or, you know, people, they, yeah. yeah, they can't get out of bed. They, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, they're just squashed into the duvet. They don't, and they, they don't have anyone to talk to. They don't see any. There's no respite. There's no sunshine. There's no. But then there's other people going. Oh God, you know, I didn't. Oh, I didn't get Apollo this week. So yeah. You're like, oh, come on, man. And oh, well, you know. How many stand-ups have you said on stage? On a stage in a club, talk about how they're agoraphobic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Go, and you're uh, like, you're not. Is it, <laughs> you're not. A tunnel to you're this. definitely not. You might be a bit. <laughs> <laughs> right, but you're definitely but... not. You've been offered money. You've gone, well, yeah. I'm going to do that gig. Oh, suddenly I'm, I'm yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so don't give me that yeah. shit. Well, especially in Edinburgh. They see, at the Edinburgh Festival, people are always looking for an angle. And you'll see it suddenly. They'll go it's like, "Oh, my my granddad had ADHD," and that's yeah. the show. And you go, "Really? <laughs> that's what?" Yes, you're it for? is the show. <laughs> <laughs> you go, "Okay, all right, fine. Why not just write a comedy show?" Nah, well, I think I did mine just in time. I think I did Here Comes Trouble just in time. You were the, but a year, were the pioneer. A year, I wasn't a pioneer because I wasn't trying to set a trend. No. But a year after, I'd have, yeah. I mean, there were a couple that year, in fairness, but a year after, a I, I genuinely would have been one of that. Yeah. You know, and, and I never would have done that show then at that point. No. That's why I've disengaged from the mental health sort of chat, yeah. really. You know, it's just like... Yeah, it's well... Not, it's, it's not... No, I'm, I'm not enough of it to claim to be. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it comes and goes. Yeah. When it comes, it comes with a fucking vengeance. Yes. But at the same time, I can't. That can't dictate my life. No, of course my not. My professional life yeah. and stuff. It just horrible. It, also, I think chatting about it all the time. Do you find this when you're doing these? When you chat about it all the time, it kind of makes it worse sometimes. Yeah, you kind of can't get out of it. You, yeah, there's yeah, no absolutely. escape from it. Yeah, but I do. The, the podcast is more about just. Having the having the conversations, yeah, and especially someone that sounds like me, the van driver, yeah, it's a really that's quite unusual, and that's what we're trying to do is tap into the working class men that drive vans mm-hmm. and yeah. scream at the telly and at football teams and you know have problems with their marriage because they can't they can't get there they can't they don't have anywhere to go they don't even to talk to so. and is still is, is that still a thing is it still I think a thing so. where that, yeah it's getting better because we've got you've got um, sports stars like Peter Crouch and right mm. you know and boxers like Ricky Hatton has, has yeah. come out and spoken about his his battles with depression and yeah. and that's what you need you need you need real people like like real men for a want of a better example yeah, got you. coming out and talking about you know the fact that they've cried themselves mm. to sleep a few nights. What do you see as its longevity? Do you, are you going to do it indefinitely? Yeah, I'm going to keep oh, doing yeah. it. Yeah, and with a view to any, it being anything else, is there a, is there a professional planet here with it as well? Is there? Um, would you want to do it in different formats, or would you want to write a book know. from it and all that? Yeah, sort of yeah. Thing? I think there's, there's talk of a book. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and just but just, that's just writing down the stories. I know what a book you is. Know. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so defensive, isn't it? I might get you. I might get you on. <laughs> It's clearly some issues there. It's talking about right? which is just writing stuff down. Well, you know, he doesn't you, give you a moment to pause, nah, does he? Before he nah, jumps exactly, on it. Well, yeah, let's yeah. talking about shows. It's a north-south divide. He's kicking up. <laughs> let's talk about this show that you're doing in January, eighth of January. Oh Laugh yes, till it hurts. Laugh till it hurts for for Jeremy, uh, a lovely man who knows you, Ian. Oh, I know Jeremy. Yeah, you know Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yes. He is a nice man, isn't he? He's, he's a, a lovely nice, man. Really nice is guy. Is he all he's cracked up to be? Because I can't find any cracks in him. He's an absolute sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. And I've even been drunk with him and he's... and he's Still nice. He's still he's nice. He's still not a prick. No, wow. he's lovely. He, no, he really he does all I the know. other shows. Yeah, yeah. Girls, and he gets, yeah, yeah. He gets brilliant, uh, brilliant line-ups. Well, this show that you're yeah. doing, uh, Laugh Till It Hurts, on the 8th of January. That's it. You. That's it. I'm MCing. We've got Terry Alderton, Simon Brodkin, oh. who was... Oh, we mentioned him. We mentioned him earlier. Yeah. Okay. No, you said you liked him. <laughs> no, I do, and I think he's an exceptional performer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is he being Liam, Liam, Liam Nelson? <laughs> Lee Nelson? No, he's, being, he's now reinvented himself as himself. Oh, so okay. Lee Nelson has been put to the side. And, uh, is he only gig of Simon now? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Good. Yeah. Right. And I saw, I did see one of his early gigs with his MC in, and even he said halfway through, he said, look, I know that Lee normally relies on a lot of crowd work and all yeah. that, but I'm trying to be myself, so okay. you can all just sit and put up with this shit yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically yeah, yeah. who else we got uh, we've got Sindhu V she's excellent 
Patrick Monaghan, Glenn Moore, well, no Rhys James. That's the names, is there? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? If they got uh, it after yeah. Patrick, there's no point reading them. <laughs> we put Patrick on last, get him to switch the lights off. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, Rhys uh, James. Phil Nickel and a special guest. Is that, to, is that to be that announced? I don't know. Is it? I don't uh, know. Maybe Stuart, it's you. You're, you're coming back. You're coming back to comedy. We know that. My oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's you. It's going to be your big your big night. Your My big... money's on Stuart Lee. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, possibly. Ariel, maybe. Could be, I don't know. Al Murray, potentially. Yeah. You Mind you, if it's, if it's Stuart Lee, he'll want to go on first. Because he likes to get home. No, when I, I did the Bloomsbury with Stu, do you know what? I I often think this story's bigger than, it, than I actually ever make it. It was right at the time when Stu was doing that stuff about... Um, God, I forgot his name. <laughs> Fucking runabout observational comedy, Michael McIntyre. Yeah. Michael McIntyre. Yeah. Right, so <laughs> showbiz, isn't it? Um, it was right at the peak of that when Stu was doing some material about Michael mm. and where Stu would run around the stage and stuff. This is observational comedy. He would just run around in a circle for ages. Right. Very funny. <laughs> um, and what had happened was because what happens at these gigs as well, they tend to have a raffle, like an auction or a raffle sort okay. of thing, where they'll get stuff sent to them by off the curb or other or whatever. You know, some of their merch that they can give away as yeah. well, raffle prizes. So one of them was McIntyre's autobiography, which had just come out, and I got Stu to sign it <laughs> as, as if he'd written it himself. Oh, amazing! Which he did, and that's the common misconception thing with Stu mm. is that you'd think, oh, he wouldn't do that, and he was like, yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah, really. Like, he's quite a light, yeah. sort of jovial yeah, chap yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in real life. His stage personas, it's not, yeah, you know, it, it is. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a character like he wants us to think, but <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? That's for tax purposes, like yeah, Lorraine. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, that works, doesn't it? As yeah, with it's getting him out of fight, does work. <laughs> Well, tickets are £15 for this. Go to uh, theaidfundraiser.co.uk, 8th of January, 7.30. And Insane with a Membrane, ongoing. Ongoing, and it's on all of your, all of your, wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link on my on my bio for Instagram and Twitter okay. I am Rich Wilson it's a smart link so if you press on it it just takes you wherever you want to go Ooh, it's it's a smart, smart link smart, isn't it? smart. <laughs> it's like books you know books so you write things down that's what you write down <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mate thanks for coming in thank you for Genuinely having me it's been it. lovely I'm so glad that, that's, you know, that stuff's happening in that way for you because I think that's very well suited to you I think yeah well I used you know to I mean? yeah, I've done I used to be I was just, I've done nursing and stuff when I, before I was a comedian yeah so it's obviously something that I give a shit about people and I want people to feel better. So, But I also think fundamentally yeah. as a format yeah. and as a, I think that's the career. I think yeah. that's, that's the thing. Yeah. It's not the TV shit. No, it, it, no, no, it, no. I think the career is independent, doing what you're doing, yeah. being able to say what you want to say and all that. You know, it's that's all right, yeah. here and that. Thanks, um, man. Thank you for coming in. Nice one. Cheers, man. Freddie King going down. That's what that was then. Tell me. Rich Wilson was delighted when that came on. He, he said, really oh, no one plays this. And I said, I, I, said, I wouldn't. I, just I, I picked the song. But it's from Eastbound and Down, which is where I heard it. Danny McBride show, which was great. Uh, Kenny fucking Powers, as and, his character was called. to give language. That's what he, that was his catchphrase in the show. Fine. Uh, we're joined now by Terry Stone. Hello, how are you doing? I'm well, man. How are you? Yeah, really good. We were talking earlier on about... Um, has that changed? Oh, Foot no, Soldier no. 4. Rise of the Rise Foot Soldier of 4. 4. I didn't know that it was all... It had a subtitle, Marbella. 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 Didn't know that. Yeah. Um, now, I've not, I've not seen one to three. Would I need to? Um, I think you do need to watch the first one, really, in the third one. 
Um, just just so you can get into that foot soldier mentality. You know who the characters are. But okay. But if you didn't, you watch it and you probably just think it was funny as fuck. So well, no, yeah, it's, it's a comedy. <laughs> well, what when you watch the trailer, you actually think it's um, um, a serious gangster film. But what they've oh, yeah. done is slightly misleading because they've actually injected a lot of humour in it. So right. it's, it's a little bit like um, Only Fools and Horses meet Scarface. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Oh, <that's> okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need on this press release, man. Yeah. Um, and what? So what? Have you been in all of them? Um, yeah, I have. Yeah. Have yeah. You, okay. Is it? Part, are you to do with production? Or are you, yeah. Are you yeah. So, yeah, so okay. I, what, what happened was I, I, I got the book rights okay. and um, developed it into you know a screenplay. Got the money. Then we made the first one. And to be honest, we didn't know that it was going to be as successful as it was. Right. I think the first one just in England alone sold a million DVDs. So okay. it had that kind of cult movie. Um, you know, it's kind of like Goodfellas meets the Football Factory type thing. Right, okay. And, um, you know, it's funny, because it, I don't know if you've seen it. You, well, you haven't seen it, but there's a really... I've got a great wig. I was going to say, I have seen the photos of it, and you do have a... Uh, it's, it's, it is a great wig, actually. Yeah, and, um, you know, people so you've do got actually... The, you've got the bald look going on. Well, I have now, but I did have hair a month ago but then I just how, thought how, how long was it not nothing not like as long, the long as yours yours is very similar to Terry's I, wig I, actually I in the film we have an awful chemo conversation we're <laughs> <laughs> uh, all being light hearted it's like well I did that till a month ago yeah. but thanks for bringing that up but no no but I just do you know what it was I just thought I'd just cut it off because yeah. uh, I think you know as you get older you know I'm not one of those guys that wants to spend three hours getting ready so yeah, yeah. it's mm. just easy to get up and go that's oh, all I do with this though <laughs> yeah you don't tong it in Literally the morning or anything I never tong it in the morning unless, no. unless I'm really pressurised into doing that um, I uh, you look like Andy De La Tour a lot who? Andy De La Tour I don't I've know. got to have a look at this I don't know who that is like, who's that? you really do Andy, Andy De, La- De La that's it there we go isn't that the lady Francis De La Tour from Rising related. Damp they are related I think they are related yeah I normally oh. get like, people normally say I look like Vin Diesel. This is actually well, an insult. No, 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 that's because, with, with all due respect to Andy, I'm joking. That's Andy now. Right, okay. So Andy's been around Has for a been, long time. Oh, he was in the Roman Polanski version of Oliver Twist. He's been in everything. Yeah. 44 inch chair. Notting Hill, he was in. I met him, Andy De La Tour. He was the first comedian I ever met. And I met him because he was walking in front of Rick Mail, who I was waiting for. Oh, yeah. He so worked. he was supporting right. Rick Mail the first time I saw Rick Mail. Yeah. Um, but he was in all them shows. He's in the young ones and stuff. He's in all them. Wow. Sort of yeah, so you're like him then. But the re- reality is, I've I grew, I've grown up on all these shows, so I'm surprised nobody's pointed that out to me before. No. But um, I'm going to look at it now. And uh, okay, the- so did you watch the young ones? Yeah, absolutely. Well, have you got a good memory of the young ones? I just remember Neil. Okay, well, Andy <laughs> did a tour. Did, there was one bit where Andy was in it where he uh, was on the tele. They were watching television. And he was on the television. And he said something like, "Think once, think twice. Think don't drive your something on the." Sidewalk, whatever it was. There he but, is. But he had a bat. There right. he is. That's him yeah. doing the bit. Right, right. He had a bat where he smashed a cake. Right. I do it. remember so that. that. Was the, yeah, that's him. That's Andy De La Tour. Okay. Really? He, is, he is the brother of Francis De La Tour. There we go. So yeah. kind of unrelated as well, Andy. You know, right, do you right. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he's Interesting. A, yeah, he's a good one. He's a good one. Um, but that, that just, I just said it because I saw it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> why, what, so why did you... What's your background... Well, um, before I got into into movies, I used to run clubs all around the world. So right, okay, okay. I, I had a brand called One Nation, Garage Nation, Dreamscape, and I sort of did that for us. So you were business-orientated anyway? Oh, huge. Yeah. Do you yeah. Dream, yeah. I yeah. think I had a Dreamscape jacket at one point. Yeah, I think everybody had one of the yes. jackets or one of the bags. Yeah, the bomber right. jackets, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that was your thing? That, well, it, well, I fell into it um, when I was sort of 19 okay. and, and started off as a fly boy selling tickets. Then I did a magazine and then just started running. The, well, I, I was the biggest promoter in England and right, probably okay. the world because we were doing 
Ibiza, Iron Apple, we were doing Canada, we were doing Ca um, uh, Germany, Switzerland, you know, right. um, LA. Um, and then in England, we were doing 5, 10, 15 events a month. So, you know, GMX, 15,000, yeah. Wembley Arena, 10,000, you know, big, big events. Okay. And um, I, I wrote a book about my. Um, I don't know if you want to call it exploits, but right, okay. <laughs> exploits is good. That yeah. sounds hugely illegal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I never got involved in the illegal side. I was I, when I actually got into the business, putting on events. It was actually quite funny because um, all the illegal stuff was being shut down because they brought in uh, the Criminal Justice Act. Right. Okay. Um, criminal Justice Bill, I think it was called. Yeah, yeah. 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 which shut down a lot of the at the time. Uh, there was a lot of protesting about that, wasn't there? Because of the raves. Done all the raves, yeah. didn't it? All the live music kind of stuff. Yeah. But Destroyed that, Factory Records. Yeah, it did. Yeah. yeah. But that was literally as I was getting into the scene. So, in in a way, I could only when I started promoting, I could only do it the proper way. I right, couldn't okay. sort of break into warehouses or or come and do a hmm. farmer's field. Yeah. What would you have done uh, though, if you could? For sure, because yeah, it was yeah, uh, yeah. big money then. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you know, you had, you had to pay. Yeah, you know, when we were doing it, you'd have to hire a venue, hire the security, put in the sound system. So you know, it was big X's. With yeah. if you just turn up in a field and you know put some speakers up, I mean, you know, it's they were paying twenty five, thirty pounds to get in. Yeah, and there was like twenty, thirty thousand people yeah. there, so you could do the maths. You know, it was big yeah. money. Um, but I'd got into it when it was legitimised, and, and what happened was it was a, it's probably a bit of luck. But it was also a bit of right time, right place as well, because yeah. all the people that were doing it illegally didn't know how to do it legally. Of course, yeah. So I only knew how to do it that way, because that was the only way, that was how you did it. So I got a bit of a run on people, and um, I was quite, you know, I was all about the ravers. I wanted them to have a good time. I yeah. wanted to look after them. So a lot of the other practice just wanted the money. They didn't care. And, and what what was the divide there? I remember because I remember one of Irving Welsh's books talking about because I, I know nothing of that scene at all. That wasn't right. my thing at all when when I was of that age. So I remember one of Irving Welsh's book talking about DJs and, and the change in DJs and stuff. It's kind of it's pretty cynical how it's written right. about the the forerunners to that. So all the illegal law when that was sanitized for want of a better word, but or legalized for want of a better word. There was a real divide, is how he was portraying it in the book. That there was yeah. a proper divide between what had come before and what had was come next. Was it like people keeping it real by keeping it? Yeah, but that, not that, that with anything. Of course, it, it does. Think, with well, anything, when radio, when pirate radio exactly. no longer was pirate yeah. radio, suddenly there was a kind of thing. Well, is this as good yeah. as it so was before? All say radio now? Yeah. Dicks. Yeah. yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah, which they are. Selling yeah. out is always the thing, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, but but the, what was interesting at that time was the music changed. Right. So you you had you used to have all the music in one room. Right. Okay. And then you had Trevor Funk, Cole Cox, Groove Rider, all these people playing the same music, essentially. Mm -hmm. But then when it split, you had this sort of techno trance house, then you had the breakbeat, then you had drum and bass, then you had happy hardcore. So all these sort of things spun out of that beginning, So which has become electronic dance music today. So, right. so, so I was right at the front of that. I yeah. was probably one of the founders of the drum and bass movement. Okay. And um, I won awards for being best promoter. And then I got got involved in the garage scene right become the biggest promoter in that and then obviously from the garage to grime so all these artists like dizzy rascal stormzy i've met him um all them guys they all come from 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 that so yeah. so you know it's all my fault basically no, <laughs> sorry <laughs> you've met dizzy did you say you've met yeah, dizzy yeah, rascal when yeah. did you meet him i've met him on jonathan russia oh okay. on he's brilliant yeah brilliant. it was a really yeah, lovely idea lovely, yeah. Yeah. although do you know what i find quite heartbreaking no. with all due respect to dizzy rascal i don't know him i've met him once no. i'm sure he's lovely what? but i find that that advert that he's on at the moment Oh, I haven't seen he's, that. He's on an advert for something. I think it's, it might be a betting thing. It's something like that. Okay. But there's a bit where he appears in the advert, and one of the supporting cast in the advert goes, Dizzy Rascal, and I, I'm i sure that they're saying that to tell people who it is. 
Right. <laughs> no. I'm sure that that really? line exists. I think he's recognisable enough. There is no other reason for that line in that advert. Oh, okay. One of the, one of the people just goes, Dizzy Rascal. Right. And then that's how people know who that is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, he, I was in a movie, my second movie. Okay. Enough, because because I, I wrote the book, um, and the book's now been optioned, and it's been turned into a TV series. Okay. So that'd be interesting. But along the journey, um, probably in probably a couple of years ago, someone said to me, you know, you should do a documentary about this because no yeah. one's ever done it. So we actually just done a documentary called United Nation Three Decades of Drum and Bass and it's literally got all the all the all the you know, they're pop stars most of these guys, yeah. you know, yeah. people like Sigma, yeah. DJ Fresh, mm-hmm. um, Andy C, DJ Hype, all these characters, Fabio and Groove Rider, we got them all together and we just and it was quite funny because I hadn't spoken to them because I sold the business in two thousand and three. Right. So I just rung them up, you know, sort of fourteen years later. Hello, <laughs> me. I, I, Do you want to be in my documentary? I, honestly, <laughs> I find stories like this absolutely fascinating. Like, like yeah. uh, no disingenuous. Like, no, 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 absolutely fascinating. And I, what I always think when I hear somebody's life story like that is, you've walked up this road. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You've walked in, and people haven't got a clue. Well, a lot of people may not do from your acting either, right? Not know this background. We used to do uh, do raves actually in the Rocket on Holloway Road. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, maybe they were. Maybe you owe money. But no, but but, but the the irony is, um, I think people... I do get recognised and people do. Yeah, okay, okay, fair enough. But for that scene, though... I can go out the house. I don't get sort of, you know... Yeah, but for the music particularly, I think, it was like, oh, people may know you... We do know you a lot for all the films you've been in and stuff, but they may not know about this other past that you have. Well, that's the a lot of people when uh, since I've had my hair done thank you that's how I look when I did, did the rave so what, right, okay. what's quite funny is a lot of people would be like was you called Terry Turbo and I was like yeah and you used to put them big raves and I was like yeah and I'm like we used to come to all your parties but obviously back then I was in the background I wasn't front facing Got so yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. the only time you probably met me is if you'd mug someone and I'd have grabbed Oli and thrown you yeah. out on the pavement you know I d- honestly um, I find it fascinating I, d- I, d- I didn't mean it in a disrespectful way right. that people but I always have this thing when I walk through a crowd of people generally speaking I think my natural presumption is they're all normal right I always think, oh, they're just normal people. If you know, if I'm getting the tube back from here, yeah. I'm like, oh, they're all normal people. They've been to their jobs and they're just normal people. They've got normal lives and blah 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 blah. And any one of them, you might go, you wouldn't believe what their story is. Yeah, and their background. Well, that's, is. That I always say, I've you know, when you go around and you, uh, you know, you, you go anywhere. Like I had a, 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 a thing that happened to me last week. Well, I went to a restaurant, right, and we had the di- dinner with some people that we didn't really know that well, but you know, we were just having dinner. And then sat next to me was somebody that I'd known for years, but I'd never met. So I sort of followed them. And, you, and that, he's one okay. of the most amazing restauranters in the world. Right. And he happened to lean over and say, I couldn't help hearing your conversation, blah, blah, blah. So then we started talking. And he said, I own this restaurant, I own that restaurant, I own this club. And, and then I was like, oh, do you know so-and-so? And then we were like a couple of our women sort of just going, <laughs> "Wow, oh, you know, do you know him? And do you know yeah. him? And, oh, you know, do you remember this? So we had this real funny, you know, like best mate sort of band yeah. sort of thing, you know, or two, two women that haven't been together for a while. And they all just get together and they're all chatting, you know. Yeah. So we had this real um, bond. But, you know, again, you sat in a restaurant, you're eating, you don't know who you're sitting next to. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, strange. it's just someone sitting there having something to eat. You don't really pay attention a lot of the time by people. I do, I but I love, I love it, like you, when, when, you, when yeah. something like that happens and you go, wow, you know, yeah. how funny the universe is where you can just be somewhere and then all of a sudden you meet someone. Yeah. 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 Randomly. And you realise you've got a history with that person without even right. knowing you've got a history yeah. with them. 
Well, it's now incredible. you've been in touch with them. I was thinking for, for all your future films, you've got great people that you'll be able to get on the soundtrack now. Just call up Groove Rider, whoever. Well, the, Give us a song. We're doing that at the moment. We've um, So, so the, the documentary we've done is going to be out. We're doing a big uh, event. So I'm actually coming out of retirement for one night. Oh, nice. wow. Okay. To, um, okay. to put on a, an old school sort of drum and bass night. Um, and, and, and we're going to also team with a film premiere. So we're going to have the film premiere we're going to have all the celebrities there, but then obviously members of the public, if they want to come, yeah. they can walk up the red carpet, they can meet the DJs, the MCs, the celebrities, and then watch the movie, then we can all party together. Oh, so right. we've started doing these events. We started doing it <clears throat> in April, actually, because we did a film um, that I was in called Once Upon a Time in London, okay. um, which has gone on Netflix, and it's number three on Netflix Good. at the moment. Nice one. And um, we did the same thing for that, but it was slightly different in that we had a 17-piece orchestra, and we did right. like a Rat Pack swing night. So everybody okay. come up, watch the movie, and then it was a little bit more sophisticated, you know. But we just did the Rise of the Foot Soldier premiere on Friday, and then the month before that was in Marbella. Right. And that was all Alex P, Brandon Block, all yeah. the old school sort of IB for anthems. So yeah, yeah. we've gone from doing, you know, a 17-piece swing Rat Pack night to a sort of old school IB for night, and now we're going to be doing an old school drum bass night, but we're, we're fusing it with film, because it's all entertainment at the end of the day. So. Yeah. Mm. I, I've got a film premiere in January... What's what? Is that something you're in, or is it something? I'm, I'm in it. I'm directed it. Wow, wow. It's at the Prince Charles. It's called the PowerPoint. And do you know movie. that they they wanted seven hundred quid for a red carpet? I know it's unbelievable, isn't it? What, really? Think, and I said, presumably they've could, got a red carpet I could buy there. A fucking red carpet. Yeah, buy five red carpets. You should, you should go to, to carpet, right? Because <laughs> so I'll have a red carpet. Yeah, yeah. Because they obviously put their little bit on top. You know, their red carpet is no different. To else. No, 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 no. But I was really baffled by it. But then I think what I think it might be. Is it because it might be? Oh, and that includes the permission to have it out on the you know on the front right. on the public highway. We did a, we did a film premiere um, at the Prince Charles as well and last I, year. A horror movie with, with Fright Fest. We did and how the, was it? It was alright. It was, <laughs> was good. It, I mean, yeah, look, okay. if you're doing a small, see the problem with um, the independent. Well, the problem with the cinema change now yeah. is they're they're just not supporting independent film. Every man um, are. Uh, um, Every man are. I'm talking yeah. about the major ones like oh, Cinema, yeah, 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 View. So all the yeah. big ones, they just turned their back on us, which is really bad because, you know, I'm a British filmmaker and yeah. I come from nothing, yeah. right? And you know, w if we if we create a film, it doesn't matter if it's a hundred grand, a million pound, or two million pound, we need their support. Yeah. And mm -hmm. at the moment, they're not supporting us. They're just saying, well, unless you're going to put it on hundred cinemas, yeah, and not release it on DVD or Blu-ray then you can't have a premiere in Leicester Square and we're not going to show the film in a cinema. So it seems like bizarre. It's a bizarre... But do you not think that's the point where you go, fine, fuck you? But no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with I'll, you. I'll, I'll do it a totally different way, fuck I, you then. I'm with you on that, but then for me, that doesn't help the British film industry. It's it's sort of like they're, they're, they're happy to take British people's money and sell them popcorn and coke for you know 20 quid or whatever. But, and, and take the 10, 15 quid for the yeah. tickets. Mm. But they should also be thinking, actually, we've got an obligation to actually support British filmmakers because if you're a British filmmaker and you can't get your film out there, yeah. then, mm -hmm. you know, you won't make any British films and then the British film industry dies. So it doesn't help the existing British film industry, but it does present an alternative. So I, that's my... How I'm, and I'm learning fast on this, right. so I'm, I'm not up to speed at all, but I'm learning fast. Right. I think, again, like podcasts before it, as an alternate to radio, like Netflix as an mm -hmm. alternate to telly, like all these things. If if the present status quo is not playing ball with what you want to do, or, yeah. or is just being seemingly obstinate for whatever reason they're being it, create an alternative. And invariably the alternative will at some point go right and, and then that becomes the mainstream and then blah 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 blah. 
But I, I do think, I think there's major issues from what I've learned recently with the British film industry. One is that, the idea you can't get into a chain, or if you mm. do, it'll cost you more money, you know, the, yeah. whatever. The other thing as well, BBFC is an issue in terms of how much they charge for a certificate, but apparently they're on that. They're, that's being sorted at the moment, where they're... Cause it's very expensive just mm. to get a certificate for your film, and you need a certificate for your trailer, on the, yeah. if it's on mm-hmm. YouTube, you know what I mean? That, but they are apparently working stuff out at the moment mm. about how they're going to make that more an easier thing for independents to do. I think the bad thing, though, about the cinema change is, you know, they only give you 25% yeah. of what they take. Yeah. And, you know, they say, you've got to spend all this money, you've got to do all this stuff, you do it, and then if it doesn't take enough money, they just take it off. Yeah. So you've, you've, you don't yeah, get any support. Then, then I say, fuck them. No. <laughs> I really do. No, I do. It's just... just there's, there's now ways of I mean, I mean, the thing is, look, I'm doing films that are getting in the cinema, so yeah. for me, it, it, it doesn't really affect me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, for the, when I started off, I was that guy that raised a couple hundred thousand and was yeah. trying to make this film, yeah. and I needed the cinemas to support me. So I'm really sort of thinking about the smaller people. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's not fair on them. And, and then that's what concerns me, that we're going to lose all of those people, you know. I don't know. I think they'll rise. I hope so. We will rise. Like Rise of the Foot Soldier there for Marbella, which is out now. <laughs> See, I don't know that. Much. I know, right? I know. <laughs> I mean, again, it'd be better if I just didn't mention it, but come on, fucking yeah. fair play. What is all this stuff going on in the background? That's it's the end of the show music. <laughs> Star-, <laughs> Star Wars. Terry, Terry, nothing, Terry. I can't hear anything, Terry. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, Terry Stone, thanks. For you put saying that water. <laughs> <laughs> January, thanks for coming in. Really appreciate no, thank it. Thank you very much. For having you. Um, thank you to, first guest wasn't there. Thank you to Rich Wilson for coming in as well. Thank you, Nasty, as always. Thank I you. We'll see you again next week. Yes. Goodbye, everybody. You've been listening to a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com.